This is Badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. And we're back with episode 149 of IcoPod. I am Bob Collin Jr. And with me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. And, fellas, it is time for SummerSlam 1995, the spectacular of the summer, the biggest event of the year if it's not WrestleMania. Diesel and Mabel. Yeah. A casket match. A ladder match. And that's about and a dentist. How are we feeling for it? Oh yeah, I'm pretty pumped, man. I think it's gonna be a really great show, uh, especially the dentist part. I guess it's my turn to talk now. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> okay, go ahead, talk. I yeah. I I don't think this is gonna be a great show. Um, okay, well, yeah. So obviously not. Uh, I think I'll second and probably third that notion. Um, but part of me is holding on hope that we're maybe pleasantly surprised by a match or two on this card. I'm hoping for some reason, I guess optimistically and foolishly, that uh, we won't absolutely hate this show. I mean, we've hated some pay-per-views lately, and I mean hated some pay-per-views lately so i'm kind of hoping that maybe for 1995 we've seen the lowest of lows already i mean it would be pretty hard to imagine anything worse than some of the pay-per-views we've seen thus far so if we've already hit the bottom rung of the ladder even if it's one step up i'll take it at this point um so i'm i'm really trying to stay positive uh, with this episode. We'll see how long that lasts. Probably about 15 minutes into the show. I'll be very negative if I had to guess. Um, but you know what? Stranger things have happened here on Icopod, and that's the way I'm going into this show. That's fair. Uh, we are in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, at the Civic Center with uh, 18,062 people. The tagline for this event is Face the Heat. Mm, that's a good one. I, so. I, think, I think the WWF is going to have to face the heat of the crowd uh, when the show is not great. I don't know. I feel, like we're, I feel like we're going into this anticipating it being worse than what it is. Well, you know what? Maybe that's better, though, because if we have very low expectations, 
we could maybe be pleased a little bit better, easier, yeah. I should say. So maybe it's better that we're not going into it like, oh, this show's going to be pretty good. Because then if it wasn't pretty good, we're going to be like, well, shit. Right. So I don't know. I think maybe it's probably better we're kind of going into it, kind of looking down on it. But I don't know. Yeah. I think when I think when I thought it was very clear that even uh, they knew that it wasn't going to be a good show when they had to switch it to Sean versus Razor in a ladder match. I think that was to me that was such a clear indication of like this is not a strong show. We have to put something exciting on it. Yeah. So if they were feeling that way, how could we not? I mean, if, I wonder what they would have done if they had kept it Sean and Sid in regards to Razor. He might not have had a spot. What else yeah. was he doing, you know? With him and Savio losing, uh, essentially losing two matches in a row. I mean, the one was like a no contest or whatever. For the tag belts, I mean, you couldn't put them in another tag match. Why would you want to do that again, too? So I feel like he probably wouldn't have had a spot. Yeah, and speaking of the tag champs, they're not even on the show. I mean, yeah, so there you go. Um, I think that's a good point, too. I mean, like Dallas said, think of some of the shows that we've seen maybe on paper, especially like in your houses and stuff, where on paper they read pretty good. And then they happen, and then they're pretty bad. So I think as far as like expectation-wise, it is kind of a, a leg up, per se, because... As Dallas said, we're not going in with super high major expectations. So I'm hoping, again, piggybacking on my own optimism this episode, we are pleasantly surprised by maybe a match or two. That's that's my hope. If we can get out of SummerSlam 95 not regretting the full three hours, it's a win in my book. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. If we can even get a good uh, 40 minutes out of it. Right. Could be a win. Uh, the buy rate for this event was a 0 0.9, which is the equivalent to approximately 205,000 buys mm -hmm. for the 1995 standards. Uh, a 1.0 would have equated to roughly 230,000 homes. Uh, and this is a decrease from 1994 SummerSlam, which, if you don't remember is I believe that was the first time we did a live watch format for the regular Equipod series, not a bonus episode. And that was with Brett Owen in a cage and Undertaker taking on a fake Undertaker. Right. So uh, we've apparently gotten significantly worse here in 95 than Undertaker against Underfaker. Just to highlight, I feel like we have solely to blame Undertaker versus Undertaker for going to a live watch format because I have a feeling, a sneaking suspicion, you could say, that through the lead up in Bob's head, he was like, there is no way, no fucking way. I am sitting down watching SummerSlam, taking notes, and then talking about it for three hours. We're going to watch this shit once because it's Undertaker versus Undertaker. We're going to watch it live so I don't really have to focus too much on the match. And then from now on, just because they're doing this bullshit, we're going to watch every show live. That's what I think Bob's thought process was going into. No, that. my thought process was twofold. Number one, I didn't like uh, continually writing notes every week in long form. And then uh, having to sit on reactions 
to the shows and trying to remember what my reaction necessarily was to something for four or five days. Instead, we do this and you just get your natural reaction to it. Just, yeah, okay, that's a good explanation, guys. Read between the lines, though, while Bob's talking there. Uh, Undertaker versus Undertaker. That's that's all I'm going to say. Well, that definitely had a contributing factor. Correct. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and I actually think that the first time we did a, a live watch was actually... One of the I think it was an episode MS- of Law. I think it was the MSG show. Oh, the January 94 one. Yeah. You know what? You might be right. I know we live watched that. Yeah. Well, well, what did it wasn't a bonus? Right. Okay. So did you guys always live watch the bonus episodes first? Yeah. So the WCW ones, we would always, we always live. That makes sense because the first episode I did with you guys, we all watched that awful beach blast, uh, 93 show or whatever. Like in Bob's. Yeah. And so I didn't know if, okay, that makes sense if you only live to watch the bonuses then. So that's what we do. And then even when it came to WWF pay-per-views, we still sat through and did all the notes. So those I kind of dreaded because right. they took forever. And then we'd have to talk about them forever. But we would make sure we did have a break afterwards. So now that we've kind of lessened our load, we don't have as many breaks. But in the long run, it's it's better for all parties involved. Yeah. I'll never forget the weekend before Austin moved to Florida. We literally did about seven or eight shows. I remember writing on Facebook that it was nine nine hours worth of audio. Yeah. No joke. Yeah, that's a really long time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we didn't do it all straight through. I mean, we went and no. got lunch and stuff or whatever. But... Yeah, but that's a lot. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, that's too much. Because uh, I didn't know what, you know, fucking yeah, know Wi-Fi on. or like when I was moving. I didn't know none of that shit. So, well, we also don't know if this uh, SummerSlam '95 show is going to be worth our time here. It took place on August 27th, 1995. Obviously, once again, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Civic Center, over 18,000 fans. The runtime is two hours, 42 minutes, and 59 seconds. So basically, 2:43. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, uh, if you guys want to watch along with us, head over to the WWE Network or find it in your personal collection whether it be a dvd or a vhs even though i don't know how many people necessarily still have a vcr that works hey mm. you're talking to one of them is it plugged in uh, no it's in storage currently that but, but it works right, and so, i have one well you don't know that it's in storage you're not actively using it <laughs> it works so that is dismissed like i'm dean douglas jesus Christ. uh I'm going to count down from five, and then uh, when I say play, we're going to all hit play, and we're going to watch this for hopefully uh, not forever. Hopefully it speeds right through. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Guys, this is brought to you by the World Wrestling Federation. I, you know, I wouldn't have guessed that, to be honest. Oh, the music. Oh yeah, we're getting some dramatic music. You would have thought we were watching Judge Judy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you'll remember Davy Boy just uh, six days before this turned on Diesel. Part of the royal plan. I don't like this. This is like on pay per view. This little promo package here. 
Well, Isn't what they they normally do this, don't they? Well, yeah, you got to have a. It's like the hype up for the on the actual show. It just feels like raw to me. I don't mind it. It probably doesn't mind. help that I'm not actually listening to the audio though either. Yeah, because I mean they kind of have like some dramatic music and I don't know. I mean I I don't hate it. Yeah, and Todd, Todd Pangil's doing a voiceover. Guys, how pumped are you for the Undertaker match? Not really. If it if it ends the fucking comma field, then I'm all for it, man. I hope it ends comma in general. I'm cool with that too. Comma's really only feuded with him, right? He hasn't had any other feud. Not really, yeah. <clears throat> I can't believe we're promoting a ladder match between Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon for the IC strap. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I believe it. Face the heat. Stridex. Get rid of your acne with Stridex. What are they trying to say about their viewers, man? They were all pimply nerds. Yeah. I mean, my God, look at that awful picture up in the top of the background there. Yeah. Uh, Looks... Pretty good crowd wise for 18,000. It's the largest crowd in this arena. Well, that might be a small stretch. Always is, baby. Inflate those numbers. I don't know if it's the layout of the building, but it doesn't look like it's huge. No. No. Like it's a small 18,000 crowd. This doesn't feel like a SummerSlam arena. Put it that way. Yeah. Jerry Lawler and Vince McMahon running down some of the big matches here. There's a woman in the background that's got like a fancy dress on. She kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. She looks like somebody who'd be in a WCW crowd. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. Like sitting next with like Linda Balea. Right. Oh, boy. Look at this. Oh, great. Dean Duck. Fucking chicken little here. <laughs> I like how he talks with his lips out like that. Okay, so uh, tonight, uh, the dean, an administrator in charge of counseling and disciplining. This guy is such a dweeb. Yeah, nothing says pro wrestler like a fucking nerd teacher. Yeah. One, two, three kids starting us off here. He will be wrestling Hakushi. Which was advertised, but there's not really a personal issue between the two. Yeah, no story involved. No, maybe it's just, you know, I thought that was the roadie uh, right there in the crowd. <laughs> Listen, uh, I, I, you know, I don't hate a match that doesn't have a story if it's going to be a good match. No, I don't either. But, but it, I feel like what well, they do that almost too much. Where well, on this show alone, uh, <laughs> there's it, yeah, at least three. Yeah, Here's that the thing. don't really have a substance. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, three. And really, Brett Isaac Yankum doesn't directly. It's shaky at best. It's Brett and Lawler. Look at this. Hakushi's getting a pretty cool entrance with like a screen with uh, some uh, Japanese characters on it. Where's his buddy Shinobi? 
Oh, earlier today on Action Zone, Hakushi collided with Skip off the a- knocking him off the apron, and Horowitz oh, pinned him. God. Are you shitting me? Why would they show this? That, that yeah. I was just thinking that. Why would you have just shown Hakushi losing right before he's about to wrestle on pay per view? Right. Right. So you're basically telling me that he's not going to win this match, especially against one, two, three fucking kid. Like, come yeah. on. Um. Here's my here's my issue with no storyline going into a pay-per-view. Uh it's a fucking pay-per-view. So if I could see this match on Raw because there's no story involved. Yep. Why am I going to pay for it on pay-per-view? That's the whole point. Yeah. Well, yeah to you- me, to me, I don't care if it's one match or five matches on the card that don't have a story. I don't fucking like that. Well, yeah. So you know, you're you're going into a, a big show. You want me to pay for matches that have nothing going on in them, when really these should be matches that have a blow off to them, and like they should be settling something here. No doubt about it. Or or continuing a story, but you can't continue a story if you didn't have one to begin with. Well, and I think that that worked in the '80s because there wasn't Monday Night Raw, right? There wasn't yes. that huge television exposure. For the most part. Look at the blimp. Look how low the blimp is flying in the background. I hope it comes to the ring. Oh my if God. I was somebody up in the upper deck you could and grab I had to that. deal with that shit, I'd be pissed. You can well, grab Bob you, Bob, you know if we were in this arena right now, your ass would be right behind that blimp. You know that, right? 100%. Because that's just my type of luck. 100%. That's Being what would a six-hour car ride just where I have a wooden pole in my fucking face. Stuff. Well, well, I'm getting a lot of stalling here. They're kind of circling the ring. Some feeling out process is happening. I'm hoping the crowd is like alive tonight and not like a normal raw crowd where generally they're sitting on their hands the whole time. Well, it is Pittsburgh. I was just going to say, and I've already seen some ECW loyalists in the crowd. Yeah, I did too. Right. Well, good. So I don't see the hat guy. I see the, uh, the beard, like the Jesus dude. Yeah, I've seen him. Um, which is interesting because Douglas hasn't, how long has been Douglas been off ECW TV? Uh, since I think March of 95 or April. So I'm wondering what kind of reactions he's going to be getting on the screen. Cause I'm assuming we'll see him again tonight at some point. Is, I feel like that's going to be a general trend throughout the yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one, two, three kid just uh, like flipped himself out of a. Like an arm bar. That was nice. And then give him an arm drag. Well, you know what? That's the type of stuff I want to see between 123K and Hakushi. Arm exactly. bars. Well, well, no, they're getting, I mean, they're doing like some, you know, I mean, now we're in a fucking headlock, but uh, they were doing a little bit of like countering each other, kind of back and forth, some technical I stuff. Want some of, I want them doing springboards and dives. Well, yeah, but I think, I think we're going to get a nice balance as this match kind of picks up a little bit. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. And standing off. This each is other. Ba- this start right now is the start of every independent wrestling match from 2019. Right. So, yeah, you do a couple quick moves. You stand at each other so the crowd can clap at you. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Uh, you passed wrestling school doing hip tosses. And now you're standing off to get your heat. Congrats. Congratulations. Listen, man, I didn't learn that in my first month of wrestling school. Well, you uh, you were the you were in the accelerated group, so you were learning how to do four fifties and shooting star presses. Yeah, and how to get chopped. Right. 
Oh, Again, here we another go. standoff. Rock and roll. Highly competitive, Vince says. This is out of this world already. Hey, I want some of that cotton candy I just saw in the crowd. That mm. sounds really good right now. Yeah. Now, after this event, Raw is off air for two weeks. That's wild. If you remember, our next episode will be the first Monday Night Nitro. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but uh, for the past, I'd say, four days, I've had three slices of pie a day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've had quite a bit of pie myself. Kid with an arm drag. Oof. Okay. Tilt the world oh. ended up a little messy there. Yeah, that was a that was a sloppy one there. Kid seemed a little heavy. It looked like. Yeah, and uh, I don't think he landed on his knee. No, no, he didn't. <clears throat> I had two pieces of pie today, and then I used two different whipped creams. Oof. First whipped cream looked like it was yellow, but I still. Oh, oh, gosh. oh, what? Yeah. Well, I was going to ask why you had two different whipped creams, but now I know. Well, one was open and the other one wasn't. Okay. Oof. But I feel fine. Have you guys ever had homemade whipped cream? Oh, yeah. Of course no. I have. Oh, I've made it, made it myself as well. Oh. Handspring elbow by Hakushi. Yeah. Well, Kid hit that turnbuckle wicked hard. Yeah, he did. Uh, now, to me, Jinsei Shinzaki, who is playing the part of Hakushi here, is always best as a tag team guy in my opinion he's he's relatively limited when it comes to a variance of moves but Hmm. like the moves he does do he does very well so like you almost don't want to overexpose him and i feel like sometimes in singles bouts he gets overexposed a little bit he just did a bronco buster type thing here on one two three i wonder if that's where kid got the idea for that hmm uh, but I don't, I mean, I don't know if he's a better tag team wrestler because my only exposure to him is this and the one match he had in ECW. Yeah. What, who did he mostly wrestle for in Japan? He kind of bounced around. Um, a lot of Michinoku pro. That was a lot of his stuff. Um, he was never really a permanent anywhere. Did some all Japan stuff. He's well-traveled, Mr. Jinsei Shinzaki. Interesting. Some FMW stuff with Hayabusa and stuff, of course. This has been slower than I was really anticipating it. Yeah, I mean, now he's just, like, kicking uh, kids, like, the back of his leg, but, like, he's barely even up, so it doesn't even look like he's, like, doing much. That kick to the back wasn't bad. He's, like, doing a Tajiri gimmick now. Now that I think about it, I want to say Jinsei is like the president or or a, a board member of All Japan right now. Let me look that up. Hmm. I'm pretty sure he's part of the brass somewhere. I think his uh, little fake tattoos are actually smudged on his forehead. I've never seen that before. Dude, stop giving it away. Okay. Splash off the middle of the rope for a two count. Well, like I've said before, as a kid, I thought it was real tattoos. I wanted to believe it. Well, I'm surprised they don't kind of come off more than that's what I'm really, saying because there must be some good fucking little tattoos there. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how often or how many times 
he had to like reapply it. Or how long it took. I want a backdrop here by Hakusha. Oh! Savan kicked his son kid to the floor. He basically kicked him in the throat. Yep. Looks like uh, Hakushi going for yeah. Let's there it is. There's a handspring dive to the floor. The Sasuke special man. Uh, correction too, by the way. So Shinzaki is actually the president of current Michinoku Pro. So not all Japan. Hmm. He he did wrestle for all Japan quite a bit though. Was he ever in New Japan? Very briefly, in and out, and I want to say it was for tag league shit. Oh, that makes sense. Um, Got that double feature here. He's he's only made brief appearances in New Japan. I can't think of really anything of note to mention. Okay. Got a two count off the top rope shoulder block. Now he does the devastating scoop slam. He's going up to the top again. Kid just sprawled out. Oh, this is it. And he, yep, oh. this is the diving headbutt. Okay. One, two, three. Kid is gaining a momentum. He's on his knees. He's ready to beat him with a move. This is Hogan <laughs> Warrior levels. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling it, man. The fucking arena is shaking. Pandemonium. The Hulkster fighting back on Yokozuna right now. They're going to double close on oh, each other in a second. That was messy, too. Um, are they getting decent reactions here or not really? Well, I don't know. You're you're about two seconds ahead of me. So I know. I just probably... paused. I just yeah, you paused. also were ahead of me. There goes Oof. one, two, three. Get to the outside. Yeah. Um, I I feel like when they're doing bigger moves like that, the crowd like ah, and that's then that's what they... they wanted to see. Yeah, and then they stop. Well, I'll tell you what. I think one, two, three. Kids off his game a little bit tonight because a lot of his shit is like looking really sloppy. He looks gassed. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Like, he look, he look, like when you just watch the corner, he looks sluggish. Like he's like, oh, right. Fuck. Right. And now he's up on top in a frog nice. splash. One, two. Oh, Akushi kicks out. Yeah, so this is this is what they want. Since there's no story behind it, when they hit the big moves, it's a pop, then silence, right. and then pop, and then silence. Oh. One, two. Three. Oh, Wow. Wow. Hakushi just countered a spinning heel kick with essentially just like a slam. And he got the clean win. I was it. not expecting that. No, it was a I big catch, either. though. Like, I thought it was a nice, like, counter, but I did oh, not yeah, think that was about planning. to be the finish. Yeah. So he loses the Barry Horowitz on Action Zone about eight hours before this. And then he beats one, two, three, kid clean in the middle of the ring. You can tell, even with the loss of Shinobi and, like, the lack of story. Like, they don't know what to do with Hakushi. No they have no idea what to do with him. They just know he's skilled. So let's put him on pay-per-view. That doesn't um, surprise me. Yeah. As we're getting some recaps here, have you guys ever, you know, not even delved deep, but, like, seen any Michinoku Pro stuff? I don't think I so. want. I want to say I have, but like I couldn't tell you what. And if I did, it's probably because you showed me it. Well, I have a very big soft spot, as you both know, for Michinoku Pro stuff. I highly suggest it. 
here's a Dallas, if you if you have watched Michinoko Pro and not Memphis, I'm gonna be pissed. What? You haven't watched any Memphis, but have you seen Michinoko Pro? Um I'm gonna be proud. Hey, that's a lot. That's a very different Bob. Um I'm trying to listen to King Mabel talk here though. Um, which you know, okay, well, you know what? Here, this is this is the promo. Here he, here he, here he. <laughs> uh, I fucking uh, gonna win the belt because I'm 580 pounds and Diesel can't pick me up. And <laughs> I, I'm laughing right now because I'm just thinking about the ratings and they're gonna go down to like a one six, and then I'm gonna be the reason WWF goes out of business. <laughs> also, I ate Sir Mo, and that's why he's not next to me. Yikes. Here comes uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Speak of not, speaking of not doing anything, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, since his debut early in the year, has just done really enhancing matches. He hasn't uh, wrestling anybody. Okay. They're saying that he stinks. He looks pretty clean to me. I don't know. Well, yeah. And here's the thing. If it were me, what have we seen? Maybe two Hunter Hearst Helmsley matches on Raw? Probably more than that. No, we've seen more than that, but... Just well, regardless, regardless, okay? Why not save him and debut him at SummerSlam? Yeah. What has he done before then? Nothing. Right. Yeah. Well, right. and not only that, the match he has tonight ain't shit either. So right. you could have just you could have just done that. Don't you dare disrespect. No, you know what I mean. You son of a bitch. Mm. He is wrestling a man who has yet to finish a race. But he will continually get in his little Hot Wheels car and go around the little sport track. This better be matches. a good fucking match, okay? Fuck your little the, the grading of uh, Bob Holly here, Bob. This better be a good match. That's all I'm going to say. I was putting him over. Bull. You Look killed him guy. in your booking. I didn't kill him. Doink Ascent. almost killed him by cutting his brakes. And then he didn't. And he's like, I knew it was you, Doink. And I'll see you at SummerSlam. And then he lost him at SummerSlam. That's okay. I had to get Doink over with his tag team partner, Huey. Was this match even announced? Because I don't remember it. No, it was not. Okay. At least I don't think it was. And if it was, oh, well, I don't remember it. So Bob Holly's sister was just in the crowd clapping for him, being like, yeah, Bobby, we love you, Bobby. You're doing great. And uh, uh, this is the this first is time I so believe that funny. we've seen Hunter Helmsley in the red jacket, by the way, just like to point oh. that out. I just thought it was funny how they had a close up of Hunter Helmsley and he looks like, you know, a star. Potential star. And then they go to Bob Holly. And he's, he's he looks like Hot Rod, <laughs> you know the the guy from the movie there, Hot Rod. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I see Hunter Hearst Helmsley and I see Star, to be honest. I think I do in '95. Well, if I think I'm, like compare these two. We got the goofy race car driver, and then we got Hunter Hearst Helmsley, who looks like he's just gonna kick your ass. Yeah, but Hunter Hearst Helmsley pretty uh, goofy himself. I think he's I, a he's a Steven Regal version that the WWF wanted. He's literally doing Steven Regal's gimmick. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. That's the yeah. problem. Well, yeah. So, so I for agree me, with that, if, like, but... if I'm a fan watching at this time, 
I'm thinking, okay, Hunter Hearst Humsley is going to be around for maybe a year. No and way. See any more of him. No, no way. If, if let's say, if I saw this guy, as Bob Holly's about to do a scoop slam, there he goes. Uh, if I saw this guy in 1995, and let's say he never evolves, like he doesn't become the game, you know, or whatever, I'm thinking at the bare minimum, this guy will be around for 10 years as an upper mid card guy. He'll be a 13 time intercontinental <laughs> champion. What the well, fuck? Well, hold on. Well, the, yeah. I think. 100%. Whether or not Bob's joking or not right now, I think... I'm not joking. Okay. I, when well, you so compare here's... it to fucking King Mabel, okay, Jerry Lawler, I'm... a dentist, you look at that's... your heel side, this that's guy is I'm up saying. there. He's not a fucking cartoon character. Right. Where that's that's where, like, okay, we can like uh, Jean-Pierre Lafitte, but that dude's a fucking pirate, and so he ain't gonna stay here forever. When I look at a guy like Goldust, I'm thinking, all right, that guy will be around for a year. Oh, Goldust, that's one that one's tough. I think I need to see him like come out first and decide if I thought think he would. Yeah, I mean around. I'm basing I just have vignettes, but I, I think I'd be like maybe a year. But two, like two like I said, tops. you compare Hunter Hearst Helmsley to people like Bob Holly to yeah, the, the fucking Isaac Yankum who's a dentist, comma. King Mabel, comma. Like those people are so it's just too, it's almost too gimmicky. Like at least Hunter Hearst Helmsley, I feel like it's general enough of like a gimmick. Like he's like the little proper like you know, aristocrat or whatever. And like, I don't know. I feel like there's more you can do with that than, Oh, he's a race car driver. Yeah, there he is. Well, and I think part of my problem is I'm looking at it as if I'm a pretty well-versed fan of 1995. So I've seen him as a lot of bullshit in WCW. And it's like, Oh, well, if he couldn't even make it in WCW or like wanted to leave there, you know what is what is he really gonna get accomplished here, sort of thing. I know. What you like, mean. is he ever gonna be more popular than Bret Hart? No, no. that's not his role. But do you see what I'm saying? Kind I, of. I think he could be a foil to a guy like Bret Hart. I would say Hunter Helmsley is one of the only dudes that we've seen in '95 that I'd be like, okay. This guy's going to be around for a while. The One of the only ones. I don't know. We just haven't seen a lot of him. No, I know. But I think that maybe there's a reason we haven't seen a lot of him. Yeah. Kind of like what you're saying. Like, you know, why not just hold him off to debut here anyway? Maybe to them, this is kind of, you know, we brought him, we spliced him in a couple of times, but this is going to be the showcase. Yeah. And then you'll see the rest of 95 going into 96, like what we'll do. Oh, here's a, we got a split screen here. There's Davy Boy. I'm not fucking booked, but I'm here. I'm fucking pissed. (laughs) I'm coming to here. They're like, Davy, why are you here? Because I'm bizarre. I'm here for a payday. And they cut back to the match. He's like, got no comment. He's here because he's mad at you. Oh, yeah. Fuck. You thought you weren't going to see one of these again because I I drove five hours in the wrong direction. I thought you said Philly. What the hell is it, Pittsburgh? (laughs) I gave Brian Nobbs a call, and I was like, what's Pity City? Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit, Brian Nobbs. I'm here. Fucking smells like Brian Nobbs. <laughs> Bob Holly getting arm-dragged over the top rope there. Um, I'll tell you what, Hunter Hearst Helmsley's been in control here for the, I would say, 90% of this match to start us off. 
Well, I think it's historically known that Bob Holly is the only tag team champion in WWF history to never get more than 15% of offense in a match. Right. Mm, that's a good. That's good. Oh, no. DDT. What is this guy? Jake Roberts? Let's see. He's waiting to cover, so he doesn't completely kill the move because he can't get the cover. Well, Hunter Hussamsley's kind of killing it because he's already getting up. He's just well, like, oh, okay. It's because he didn't pin him, though. He's, he's up after the three, so it's okay. Look at everyone in the front row wearing the same SummerSlam shirt. Yeah. yeah. They weren't given those for free or anything. Probably Earl Hebner in the parking lot. Right. What in the hell? Uh, it looks like these guys are trying to work a Hakushi 1-2-3 kid match right now. Yeah, that was clunky about the whole going into the ropes or whatever. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, that was weird. It looked like Bob Holly was like two steps ahead of Hunter Hersomsley, like yeah. when he shouldn't have been. Well, I guess when you do a DDT and you get hit on your forehead, you might be a little loopy. Yeah. Uh, we are at 2538. Well, wow, guys, we're almost done. We got uh, two hours and 20 minutes left. It's going to be great. See, you got to be a buzzkill. Well, and I'm going to stand corrected right now. I'm going to go on record to say that. There you go. Another little Manhattan drop. Um, I'm going to go on record to say that I expected 15 minutes in to be hating this show. And I'll tell you what. 25 minutes in, I'm saying that this is the best pay-per-view in 95 we've seen so far. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't really disagree with you. I mean, I can't Hakushi dis- Kid was sloppy, but, but you know, decent, pretty good. I agree with that. I mean, it wasn't, I think it was worse than we expected, but comparatively, it was not yeah. that bad. It kept my interest. Yeah. And Bob Holly is keeping my interest here, even though yeah. all he knows what to do is uh, drop kicks. Yep. This hasn't been horrible. I would be, put it this way, I would be okay with a Bob Holly Hunter Hussamsley fucking feud. Why not? Hunter Hussamsley countering a backdrop with the pedigree. And to Bob Holly's credit, he barely put his knee down for that. And he got the clean win. Back to back clean wins for That's a big win for Hunter Hussamsley. I would say so. Bob Holly's been promoted pretty well. That hippie's pissed. Well, was it, is this that's one a, of his... That's a miniature Brian Nobbs that's pissed. <laughs> well, is this one of the first wins against, like, a, a name, like, superstar? I think so. On yeah. TV. I would because say. He's I mostly fought he job guys. Um, yeah. I don't think he has had a main, like, raw match, really. Yeah. No, I would say that. I'd say that. What is, what is this? Oh, shit. Um, they're in front of Three Rivers Stadium. Some yeah, firefighter where the, fund. Where the pirates play. Ted Turner. Oh. Oh, shit. Look at, Look at that shirt. It's so tight on Bam Bam. Bam Bam was, oh, he was looking at his uh, next WrestleMania opponent there. Bam Bam, they don't have muscles. Oh, those, summer, those SummerSlam shirts are terrible. Yeah, dude. They're not good. Look, look at the firefighters cannot pull the WWF superstars because they got the four biggest guys, Bam Bam Bigelow, Savio Vega, Henry Godwin. Oh, so the firefighters lost. And look, they were good sports, so they went into the water. Did that guy just do a somersault onto his... No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> it looked like he landed on him, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, how do you guys feel that they're jumping in with shoes on? Because that makes me feel sick. Yeah. yeah, I would not be doing that. Oh, boy. 
Speaking of feeling sick, we got the uh, Blue Brothers here, Jacob and Eli in the ring. Well, you know, here's the thing, okay? I would say I would feel sick, but there's one positive already for this. They got the jobber entrance. That's no, true. Okay. Yeah. So it usually means that you ain't going to win. That's true. Identical twins. So that's not true. I know that Ron is on the left and uh, Don is on the right. Do you like that they have tribal mm-hmm. tattoos in the middle of their biceps? Well, I'd just like to point out... Um, they're, they're not necessarily just tribal tattoos. If you take a little bit closer look, they are actually the, uh, like, Nazi SS symbol. Oh. Oh, shit. So, uh, hey, here are the smoking guns, as a side note. Is that, like, a weird edit, and they're already in the ring? Yeah, something happened there. That was weird. Because, like, their entrance lights were on, and then the next cut, they weren't. Yeah, yeah, something was up with that. Because no something reason something happened in the entrance where they're just like, well, we can't show that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we can tell Billy and Bart there, Vince. We appreciate that. This is uh, definitely oh. uh, Ron. Tossing Billy down to the mat a couple times. Hard. Hard. Are we sure that's Ron? Yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't know, Dad. The joke was I was just making it up. Oh, I thought you I thought you me. actually knew. Oh. No. Now here no. comes uh, Don. Uh, I think the other. I think this is Ron. To be honest no, this with you, is, this is Don, and he is going to hit the elbow because Ron would never do that twice. Well, guys, it's uh, technically Jacob and Eli, so fuck you both. Oh, excuse me. Uh, then here's Eli. Oh, see, I wouldn't. I couldn't tell you which one of them is which. Then that's Eli. Billy with the roll up, and he can't quite get it. Billy's a really, really solid worker. Famous. He's just really good. He and fucking he's goes hard. He's aggressive. He's got the look. He's Billy's got a great really, mustache. Billy's really good. I like him better when he gets uh, on steroids. So right now. He's not on steroids right now. In 95 hey. or 2020. Hey, stop talking trash about him. He's a good guy. Yeah, Billy Gunn's really, really good, and I think he's underrated. Well, I think he has a level of, like, peak that he should never try to go above. Yeah, but, like, he's definitely above this tag team match right now. Well, yeah. Uh, We got Bart in the ring here. He's getting a beat down on him. Crossbody, one, two, no. If the smoking guns don't win this, fuck this match. No, I think they have to. They gave them. They gave the Blue Brothers a fucking jobber game. The jobber uh, entrance. That was a nice oh. little condo tag. He's like, he's like, no, dude, you can't what win are, that. What are the Blue Brothers' uh, gimmick here? Are they cavemen? <laughs> they're identical twins. No, they're miners. Oh, oh there's the well, H bomb. Well, hold on. They, I was gonna say, what do they call it here in '95? Uh, we'll call that the blue bomb. The blues, the blues, singing the blues. That's Ron right there. That's Ron. That is no, that's Eli. Okay, fine, it's Eli. <sighs> I don't. Well, which one's which? Oh it, my god! Yes, the trick is they are whoever you say they are. That was oh, so a close Eli. count there from the referee. He's counting pretty fast over Billy. Um, Maybe he doesn't like Billy. Eli is Ron, just so we are clear. Guys, who gives a fucking flying dick? 
Well, we gotta call the match right away here. So oh, we fuck you, that. We got Eli in the ring. You just tagged in Jacob. Shit and head. That's who the tag team names are. You want to know who it is? Shit and head. There you go. Thank you. Finally, we got the clarification. We got, we got, we got shit bag and poop bag. Yeah, like, <laughs> give me a fucking break with these assholes. Oh, they're going hard into the corner back first. Oh, Tink says he bought five window, five copies of Windows ninety five. Have fun with the viruses, King. <laughs> they run rampant. <laughs> I'm hoping that one of these days I can come across like 83 CDs of uh, AOL internet for mm. just use it up. Yeah, just bootleg them. Yeah. Uh, Billy's doing the uh, the selling here for the. I'll tell you what, the Blue Brothers have been in control quite a bit now. We're going on a couple of minutes for them beating down the guns, which I don't like. Well, I feel like if if the Blue Brothers win here, I mean, oh. that's that's really got to be it for the guns, right? Like, what it else? better fucking be. Like, what else happens? Yeah, it better fucking be. Because, man, talk about a team that never got a fair shake. Fucking smoking guns. There you go. Yeah, I kind of thought... I kind of thought 95 would be their breakout. It, it definitely should have been. Yeah. Because even in 94, I thought they should have, but that seemingly went with non emission for three months. Right. Well, 94, like, fine. Okay. You know, whatever. You had a couple of more teams. But 93, they were never getting past Diners. No. And by the end of 94, going into 95, they should have definitely been the team to beat, especially with the loss of like the head shrinkers and all them guys, all these teams kind of falling by the wayside. How do you not have the smoking guns be your team? Yeah. What a maneuver. What a maneuver. Billy driving Eli down to the mat face first, and so is he. Mountain men. They're not cavemen, they're mountain men. Oh, okay. What a ridiculous gimmick. Come on, Bart. They're from the Appalachian region. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah, no, I know. Scoob and a slam by Bart. And another one. Yeah, oh, he's fired up. Ugh. Oh, fuck. Great boot ended that. Now, the Pittsburgh crowd is probably cheering for these guys because they do know them as the Harris brothers from ECW. Or the Bruise brothers, excuse me. Uh, well, no. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be cheering them even if I knew them. Oh, I think that's a sidewinder. And Billy gets the clean win. Shit, yeah, to that. Fuck them. Make them lose. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was good. The guns are fucking good, man. Their tag shit is really, really solid. I, I agree with you. I'm just surprised that we've had three matches and there's been three clean wins. And three good matches. Imagine fucking that. Uh, crazy. It's kind of weird. The first match with Hakushi and Kid went nine minutes, 27 seconds. Hunter and Bob Holly went 7-10, and this match went 6-09. Perfect times, really. Yeah. Nothing felt uh, too long out of all those three. Well-timed matches, for sure. Um, no one's slapping Billy's hand. I know. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I just nah. noticed that, too. 
He's not walking close enough either. We're getting a recap here of the Barry Horowitz situation. Um, quick shout out to Mike Paulin, who just recently commented on uh, an Icopod post of our WCW Slambery bonus episode. He says that uh, it was a fun listen for a not so fun show in Slambury of 95. Couldn't agree more. Thanks for commenting and listening, Mike. That's I don't think he's ever commented on anything before, so that was cool. No, he might have got my threatening uh, mm. message. Um, our buddy Screech texted me about, uh, I believe, that episode uh, today, as a matter of fact, as well. Very good. And what did so. Screech say? Um, wait, let me see. The... My buddy Carson from work is always wondering, when, when am I going to talk about him? And I said, what would I say? And he just said, I don't know. And I said, well, there you go. Uh, see, well, you just gave it to him. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> But you know what's going to happen is that he won't listen to this, or he'll right. listen to it and that not understand that I talked about. Right there, you go. Uh, Screech said that my jokes were on point, which I think I was kind of on a roll in that episode. Dude, so. yeah, you fucking were. So I appreciate that from Screech. That was nice. That's some bullshit. How come Screech is giving you cred? Because uh, I was funny as fuck on the Slambery episode. The one time out of fucking almost 200 episodes, you've no, made bullshit. a couple of jokes and you get fucking messages about it? Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> on, on, on the WCW oh shows, God. I just let loose, man. I got on the regular feed, I got to be good. The bonus, though. You know what? That's like a baseball player going up to bat 300 times a year and he gets one home run. And yeah, and it, on sports, they're like, oh, this guy hit a fucking beast of a fucking home run. Went 700 wait, feet. Wait, 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 wait. I really like Sunny shorts tonight. They're not even shorts. What are you talking about? It's fucking flaws. <laughs> Mr. Barry Horowitz. What's your favorite year of Sunny? 97. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's the mm. only correct answer. Yeah. She ain't looking bad here, though. And then whenever I'm feeling bad about myself, I just watch like 2000 Sunny. <laughs> And I'll just be like, you know what? At least I am not this dude doing when I cocaine feel bad off about of a myself. toilet. Yeah. I like Barry Horowitz's song that sounds like a sad carnival. What the fuck is this? I like his suspenders connected <laughs> to his tights. Yeah, and they're all shiny. Okay, so we got That's a hot right. start. This is going to be quick, I think. You think this is going to be a quick match? Yeah, I feel like this is going to be a quick one. A, a quick loss for Skip, I'm going to guess. I feel like I would... I, I don't know. I kind of think that if it were to go quick, it'd be for Skip. Yeah. I want to I think that too, but... Horowitz just did the boss man slide to the floor punch thing. That's a gimmick infringement. Don't forget, these guys both kind of have something to prove here on pay-per-view. So hopefully it'll be decent, whatever it ends up being. Well, you know what's crazy is Horowitz is actually a good wrestler. Well, of course. He's had fucking more practice than probably Skip ever has. Yeah, he just clotheslined Skip over the top to the floor. Now he's finally taking his... Uh... Just... Well, he threw him up in the air and they landed right in the middle of the ring. So I don't know how that works out. Brings in Skip the hard way. I think right. you could tag up Barry Horowitz and uh, Adam Baum because they look similar. Oh, you know what? You know what I would have done? I would have Barry Horowitz be Adam Baum. Now, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. Okay. okay. 
you keep them off TV for like three, four months, come back and be like, the radioactive radiation has drunk me. <laughs> atom bomb, and I'm here for revenge. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that he's been like diffused. No. It's diffused atom bomb, so he shrunk well, a little. He, no, he is from the radioactive uh, energy. Or it's finally just... melt. It's finally okay, shrunk okay. my muscles. Oh, oh, from the apron. Um, or you could just tag him up, and it's Adam and Atomic. Wow. So he's in the ring. Please. Oh wait, she threw in the top. So did he win? Uh, Dave Hebner here is pissed. She doesn't want. He just he called just her a talk. slut. Pretty much. Do you guys notice that Skiff has padding in his uh, by his balls? Um, I didn't. Can but you I'll imagine that? Guys. Can you imagine that conversation? But with like uh, Bruce, he uh. Hey, uh, hey, Chris. Yeah, I just got your little pecker. Uh, distracting. So we got a. Oh, oh, come what on. Hell? Yeah, you can't tell that he's like wearing. He actually has underwear on. No, I. That's not what I was saying that about. All the other times he doesn't. That's why well, you can always see his pecker. Yeah, I guess I can tell. I haven't got a good look at it, I guess. But oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, you can see around his yeah his left leg. It's scrunched up a little bit. Well, good for him. Well, I feel like the little pecker deal is probably killing his push. Uh, well, yeah. Well, come on, dude. I mean, that thing was poking out like you would have thought it was 30 degrees in the arena and it's just fucking poking right there. No, it's like that toy where you would squeeze it. And like, you know, <laughs> you know, the Austin knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know you're fucking. Oh, the yeah, you slippery squeeze. thing where you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God, dude. It's like a little pecker. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Skip here slapping Barry as Barry lays flat on his back and Sonny kisses toward the. Camp. I don't know why Sonny is acting all confident when she literally just threw the white towel in and said that she right. couldn't deal with this anymore. Twenty well, seconds. Ago. Well, he's, he's doing better, but now if you just notice, so Bob's pointed out he's got underwear on or padding or something, and now he just keeps fixing his trunks, which is one of my pet peeves when watching a match. Stop fucking fixing your gear. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when my favorite thing is, and I don't know if necessarily AEW, but if I'm watching some obscure show from like 2006 in front of 30 people, they'll do a top rope Steiner screwdriver or something, and they fix their knee pad. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. Really? Well, <laughs> I think doing? there's times and a place. Like, there's times to do it. Now we're other... taking a huge move. Like, exactly. Exactly. And now I think Skip's problem here is he's definitely wearing some kind of like a boxers or something like that where they're longer and he should not be wearing that. He should be wearing, you know, yeah. a fucking like a jock strap or something that at least won't be hanging out the bottom of his tights. Yeah. Um, his fist drop off the top rope missed by about a mile, I'd say, too, That's by the way. Right. So he's like, yeah, Barry, his dick isn't that small. Let me tell you that. And if you don't believe it, well, we'll show you in the locker room. I mean, let's be serious here. If you're Sonny, right, and in the locker room is standing Skip and Shawn Michaels side by side. Yeah. Who you fucking? Henry Godwin. Bret Hart. Oh. 
<laughs> All the above. Henry fucking Godwin, this guy says. Um, well, was, you know, he would be saying, oh, baby, I'm going to make you squeal like a pig. Oh. He looked like shit when he just came back for the Undertaker's retirement thing. He did not look good. Well, it's Henry Godwin, Dallas. He doesn't look necessarily great here in 95. No, he looks way five. Well, I'm just saying. Oh. Wait till we get to 97 when he just gives up. Well, yeah. he gave up. That's for sure. Well, as he should. He's been out of the public eye for almost 20 years. Fucking good. I, I prefer naked Midian. No, I don't. Why? I don't know. I feel I feel Naked Midian was the type of person where I didn't want my parents to walk in while I was watching it because they probably <laughs> questioned me. Maybe like normal people are probably like, oh, I hope they don't come in and see Sable without uh, you know any clothes on or you know Sunny <laughs> prancing around. I'm like, I'm really hoping these like my dad doesn't walk in as I'm watching Sunday Night Heat at seven o'clock <laughs> at night. That Naked Midian that is just wearing a fanny pack covering his dick comes into the fucking room. <laughs> Really hope you don't walk in here because my dad would probably be like, Bobby, we got to have a talk. What the hell was that? <laughs> See, for me, that reminds me of like when Kelly Kelly's doing expos. Oh, dude. That was another one. I'd fucking for... sit there. I had the remote in my hand ready to switch its volume all the way down. Dude, fuck. And yeah, dude. Absolutely. And you got the the thing in hand and looking at the door like, if that door opens, I'm clicking last channel and it's going to flip the cartoons. <laughs> I'm flipping that shit to Nickelodeon. And Absolutely. no, Kelly Kelly is not exposing herself on my TV no more. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. No doubt about it. Dude. That that was bad on TV. I was like, I can't be watching this. Oh. Quick leg drops here by uh, Skip. See, now this is where I feel like these guys are getting way too much time. Yeah, so I I was going to say like minutes ago, like a while ago at this point, that this match already went longer than I expected. Now it's really gone way longer than I expected. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You have to remember that when they had a match on Superstars or Action Zone or whatever, that Barry Horowitz lasted 10 minutes. So it's not like these guys haven't had probably longer than usual matches. I don't like that, Bob. I don't think this has been that bad, to be honest. No, I, I mean, think... no. You might not be wanting it to go this long, but it's been decent action so far. It no. hasn't been. It's not like a Mabel Diesel <laughs> match. There's no. been more action in this one than uh, half of the other matches we've already seen. So Absolutely. 100%. That, again, really, this whole show, double drop kick there, both guys go down. Um, this whole show so far, and again, we're only, let's see, 47 minutes in, pay-per-view of the year, I would yeah, say. Yeah, we, we need to stop. I don't want to jinx us. We can't get too cocky just yet, guys. Yeah, because when we actually get to the matches that have been advertised and promoted, we're probably going to be like, fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Like the ones that you know are for titles and like mean something are going to be the bad yeah. ones. Horowitz just drop kicked uh, Skip on the top turnbuckle, but Skip is able to elbow free, and Horowitz fell backwards. What is he going to do? He's going to go for a diving headbutt. Oh, he's taking his time. Small feet there. Top yeah, right. what? And he hits it. Is that it? One, two. Oh, he pulls oh. him up. That's usually never a good sign. Yeah, that ain't gonna go good for him. Sonny's like, ha, ha, ha. she just wants to keep fighting him. 
Oh, man. Oh, he's going for the Jay Lawler pile driver. No. Horowitz counters with a bad drop. Austin is opening a gift from the uh, Postal Service. Horowitz avoiding a kick. Oh, straight to the uh, I'm actually checking my Christmas shopping that I've done. I, for once, am done already. Look at you. So... Forwards with a dropkick. I am not quite done because I don't, don't know what people fucking want. Yeah, and you know that's, that's, that's the a problem thing. this year. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I just kind of winged it. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, sometimes those make the best gifts when you wing it. How much did you spend? Uh, I told us that we had a limit of a hundred bucks this year, just because like it hasn't been a great financial year for anybody. That's fair. So. I, I think we've both kind of stayed pretty pretty good about it. So I think all that's reasonable. Yeah. This uh, one I'm not particularly excited to give ooh. my significant other. They're quite okay. a big fan of, of this. Oh, wow. They don't have that one yet? No, and it's all of them, which is, like, pretty cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Here comes Hakushi. Yeah, Hakushi's out here wearing a hat indoors. Don't want everyone to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly my thoughts too. Or quite a racist hat, if I might, if I may say so. Oh, and he has a uh, a do rag on. Does Wait, that mean he's going to the... be teaming up with Fatu? Is that what that means? What's the oh. story here? He's with. He's oh. friends with Barry Horat. Oh wait. Oh fuck. He jumped. That should be a what disqualification. Horowitz, okay, so he jumped over Skip, and then Horowitz got an inside cradle and pinned Skip. And he's leaving. Hakushi's like, okay, I did what I needed. Okay, <laughs> so the whole purpose of that was, as you remember, earlier in the show, oh, they yes. showed that... Correct. That Horowitz had pinned Hakushi because he collided with Skip. Correct. And so now Hakushi's like, fuck you, Skip. And you're going to lose to Perry Horowitz. So I can't wait for WrestleMania 12, Skip and Hakushi. Probably going to have a match. Likely a match where uh, they just cost each other other matches leading into it. And their match at WrestleMania 12 will be a draw. Well, I'll tell you what. If nobody else, Barry Horowitz deserves a pay-per-view win here. Oh, for sure. For all the shit he's had to go through the last couple of years. Holy shit, man. Nice to see how Skip had his thumb right on Horowitz's taint. That's good. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I noticed it as well. Yeah. All he had to do was slip it, slip it up a little bit. He was probably would have been able. He probably would have been able to uh, kick out that belt. You're starting to sound like Dallas, there, Bob. What? What? Uh, He's been talking. You're shoving thumbs up people's butts. He's been talking a lot of wiener stuff lately, according to our fans. That's just what they say. No, that's just WCW shows uh, and Brian Knobs related. So that's true. Uh, here we go. Here, speaking of wieners, we got the biggest wiener of the night so far. Shane Douglas, well, Dean Douglas, with the word called the uh, Look at the sad little setup here backstage. Listen, there's cutbacks, man. Oh yes, use the black marker so you can't even see it on the screen. Perfect. He's like, all right, I'm going to circle this. You won't really be able to see it. He 
a travesty. Miscarriage of justice. Summer school is in session at SummerSlam. Did you guys ever have to go to summer school? Nope. Neither. Thank God. I never did either. Oh. If I had if I had to go to summer school at any point in my life, I'd probably be in jail. Uh, I got, de- like, detention once. Because I have, Me like, deter- only one time. And it was kind of like a fake detention because it was, like, a teacher uh, did it. It was, like, a teacher's detention uh, in, mm. like, their class because I didn't turn an assignment or something. Mm. I mean... It wasn't even like the real detention that like supposed to be scary. I don't think so. No, I got real detention one time because uh, I let somebody cheat off my homework. Mm. See, now so, that's what I got. I got detention twice in my life. Number yeah. one for cheating because I forgot to do my work, and I was like, "Hey, Brett, Brett Hart, come here. Let me see your shit." And I was writing it, and then my teacher came over and said, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Nothing." He took it, and I got in trouble. And then the other one. Was because my bitch of a sister. Oh. Okay. She would have done... I was late to school too many times. Because she, oh. she had to get dropped off first. Oh. Here we go. Todd is giving us a flashback to uh, WrestleMania 10. That's, that's great. You know, yeah. a year and a half ago. Remember that great match they had? Well, as you'll see here, Razor Ramon fell on the ropes and he hurt his armpit. And we're learning out right now that he's been bothered by that hurt armpit. <laughs> for the last 18 months. We, um, we're not sure how that's going to affect his match here tonight. Look at how long Shawn Michaels' left earring is. It goes down yeah. to his nipples. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. A ladder match. The most grueling match. I don't know if that's true. I'd say Hell in a Cell is probably more grueling. Well, we're not there yet. I would say an Iron Man match. Mm. Well, you gotta go at least 30 to 60 minutes Oof. Yeah We're having a Russell Yokozuna Oh yeah And they're like hey you gotta take the bonsai Like fuck Hey you gotta carry Yokozuna for 30 minutes What did Yokozuna eat last night Why does that matter trust me If I'm taking the bonsai I need to know Nothing Is gonna stop the heartbreak kid from taking the belt home. Mm. Greatest IC champ ever. So okay. that tells me that Razor's going to win. Todd's oh, like, man. okay, back to you, Vince. I just finished Birthday dying my hair. Is a woman. Birth of Faye is Faith. a woman. So, Bertha Faye got the jobber entrance. Her back is facing the hard cam. Is that on purpose? Probably. <laughs> I she can't is. Tell. She's, well, she's the duff of the women's division. I well, almost... when, there's, when there's two of them. Well, she's the duff. I don't even want to give this my full attention. I think she looks beautiful. Have we made the, the assessment here that Harvey Whippleman is Screech. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. Orange well, Blaze getting the Bam Bam Bigelow entrance here. This looks dangerous. Yeah. Why for this? Because it's SummerSlam. It's SummerSlam. 
And she's the only woman that we've got look signed to a contract. Yeah, but it's Bertha Faye. Well, when you have no other competition. Well, they could. They just don't bring him in. Not exactly. Yeah. She's like, Do you yeah, know how many awesome, awesome female wrestlers there are, even right now in 95? Quite a bit. Well, are they for about that division? Yeah. Well, I don't know why I laughed at that guy just randomly I, smiling and clapping with the muzzle. He looked like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. He, he, was, he was like clapping like, oh, wow, there's there's girls here that wrestle? <laughs> All right. This should be good. Um, Alundra Blaze's outfit looks like she like put it through a paper shredder and like took it out, and there it is. Austin, would you have more interest if this match was a bra and panties match? Uh, no. I, it's not going to be good either way. How about a mud pit match? No. Pillow. At least that would be a fun finish. A pillow fight match. No, I wouldn't want to see that. I don't know. I, I just, Bertha Faye, are you fucking kidding? Like, come on. The fucking purple people eater right here. Fucking, this is bullshit. Well, she should I win think, just because she's wearing purple knee pads. I think she looks like Roseanne Barr, but whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna that. I li- oh. I, she belongs on the big comfy couch, is what I fucking think. Yeah. It's a good one, too. There mm. should be no real reason for Blaze to lose this match. Or for it to go very long at all. You know, several not very stiff-looking kicks against the ropes. And Bertha Faye just doing her best Big Van Vader impersonation, just running over Blaze and hitting her with her stomach. Okay. Now I can't get Roseanne Barr out of my head. Sorry, I couldn't either, so now you stuck with it. Well, and as the point we made... Many moons ago, if you're slapped with Harvey Whippleman, you know you're fucked. Yeah. Like, no doubt about it. The scoop slam. Oh. Leg drop. The Yokozuna leg drop. That's it. Come to a screeching halt here, folks. Yeah, it is. Um, Even the referee, Tim White, doesn't want to be there. No. Hey, fuck. I always draw the shortest, shortest straw. It's bullshit. And here's the thing. Like, I get not wanting to overexpose the women because you do only have one permanent one on the roster. But at the same time, there is, albeit shallow, there is a shallow talent pool out there. Yeah. You could do more than you're doing. Well, you could also just get more than one permanent person. Right. Exactly. You notice how on that roll-up they went to the opposite camera because they weren't about to have her butthole just exposed like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and who's the other girl that skinny, decently good-looking... 
Oh, uh, Heidi Lee Morgan? Yeah, whatever happened to her? I don't know. She only had a couple of, of appearances. Well, there you go. Make her a permanent person. Fucking hire on... Pay whatever you... Whatever she asks, pay her for fucking Bull Nakano. Well, I was saying they could just get um, Jacqueline, Miss Texas. Sure. Yeah, Miss Texas. Easy. has something going on there. Yep. Easy hire. Oh, Screech now running away from a laundry place. He fell down. Whippleman has escaped. I don't personally ever let Luna Vachon leave. I think I would have stuck her around, Luna too. Vachon's a good one, yeah. And what, Sherry Martel. Yeah. Yeah, because Sherry was really set. The Luna Sherry stuff, dude, was like must-see TV. Yeah. I think that was like one of the most surprising things from 93. Just because the heat was so good. Yeah. Well, Karana. One, two. That's a horrible cover, but we'll go with it. <laughs> oh, sign in the front row. Bertha Fat. Front row. Couple of drop kicks here off the middle rope by Alondra Blaze. Oh, third time she misses it. So what's the difference? So the first two times she hits it, she lands on her back. The third try, she misses, lands on her back, and she's knocked out. Right. Uh, um, Bertha Fage just hit a powerbomb and won the match. Hold on. No, no, no. That was a three count? Yeah. What? Yep. Hot dog and a handshake? So they're like, all right, you're going to be the champ now? Uh, I guess. So we'll see here probably once in the next uh, eight months. What a joke. Okay. Well, that's just so fucking Alundra Blaze can chase her and win it back. Well, right. But come on. Really, oh. her? Jamal is like, hey, Bertha Faye, you want to go out and get some barbecue with me tonight? My wife Jan won't mind. How do you like JR's fucking rainbow paisley undervest? Well, it matches Bertha. Yeah, that's true. It's also wicked low. Look how far down it goes. Right, it's I, like yeah, barely buttoned. Yeah. It looks like it's supposed to be like a scarf. I didn't even notice it was a vest. Did JR ass and shake his head? Probably. He still does that now. He posts pictures of his cleaner people on Twitter. Just to see people get mad. Are you serious? I think it well, the most recent was a joke, but like people get so heated, it's shit. But you know, it's Jr. Jesus, I wasn't a fan of that match. How about you guys? No, no, uh, that went four minutes and fourteen seconds. But you could have told me it went fifteen, and I would have believed you. It felt like it was literally fifteen minutes. Right. Oh, look, so speaking here's our flashback. Yeah, yeah. So you fifteen minutes. This video package is probably gonna take forever. Undertaker's been feuding with the uh, Million Dollar Corporation since really the development of the group. Yeah, don't bring it up, man. Back in, like, the summer of 94. 
Kama melted down the urn into a necklace around his neck. So Undertaker doesn't have an urn, but he's still been winning matches. So what is the point of the urn? No one knows. There's been guys bringing weird gifts to Kama. Maybe they were a grinder date or something. Don't know. Oh my god. Could have happened. Um, if you only were able to watch while we watch this terrible fucking uh recap video, uh if you were only able to watch one wrestler for the rest of your life, who would it be? Might maybe not even your favorite guy. Just one wrestler that you know would entertain you forever. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, Kurt Kurt Angle. I knew you were going to say that, Bob. That's a good one. Uh, Mine would have to be, and again, just because I was reminded recently, Eddie fucking Guerrero, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could watch Eddie Guerrero matches forever and be just totally fine with that. I just like Kurt Angle's style, all the suplexes and his interviews. Mm, and it's one. never slow. It feels like Kurt yeah. Angle wrestles at 100 miles an hour the entire match. Yeah. Shawn Michaels is an easy answer, too. I mean, how how can you not say him as one of us three at least? You want to know who I wouldn't watch? Mm. Paul Bearer? Rick Flair. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Or, hear about you saw the history and stuff. Blah blah blah. Why didn't we get a like three months of him building a casket? That's all they can know. do. Come that's on. been his. That's been his feud for the last almost three years. I have a feeling maybe Undertaker outside of the WWF has a really tight schedule. So anytime they need to like build a feud for him, they just drop in sound bites of the new name. So it's like right. Yokozuna in a casket. And then it's like to the studio and he's like, comma. And then they put it in and it's <laughs> like, comma in a casket match. Yeah. Wouldn't that be hilarious that if on like a shoot interview, Undertaker was like, Realistically, guys, I've only ever cut one promo. And, uh, I'm telling uh, you, dude. They would just give me like a recorder, and they'd be like, "Can you just say Giant Gonzalez?" And then insert it, and then they'd be like, "Can you just say uh, Owen Hart or something?" And then that's it. I'm telling you right now. I actually am kind of digging the like the how like creepy this like looks between him and Paul Bear like. I think this actually lives like this isn't that cool. creepy, Dallas. It's literally huh. just a blue light, probably underneath their bellies. Yeah. Well, it is, but I think it's cool the way room. it's lit. So shut the fuck up. I like. I like. Oh my the god! Sim- is Kama getting the jobber entrance? Absolutely. Oh my god! I like that the si- it was simplistic, because usually Undertaker bullshit is like, let's see how ridiculous we can make this look. Okay, let's go into a graveyard and add some smoke. Yeah, and, and like lights. there's co- there's crows fucking cawing and all this shit. That wasn't contrived at all, so I I did it, appreciate that. 
Well, we're about to get a stupid, ridiculous entrance here. Probably dragging out the casket, him coming out, wicked slow. It's the usual. That's okay. You know what I? You know what I would like when they open the casket if Kamala was still in it. And <laughs> <laughs> they had to roll his body out to nobody. Me. He just comes out and he's just like, nobody opened it. He's like, whoa. Come on, you know what the best Undertaker entrance ever is, right? Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. No, no, no. Uh, are you scared? He's here. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> WrestleMania fucking 20, where the Druids come out. Oh, you're saying entrance. Each torch at a time, and he walks through. Oh, and then they, like, like the thing, his, like, logo on fire and that one shit, too. Dude, yeah, that's the best one. No, I disagree. The Druid's entrance, I'm a mark for the Druid's entrance for Undertaker. Not not really too much else. No, my favorite one is uh, any entrance from, like, May 2000. Uh, until about November of 2001. So, like, the shittiest ones. Yeah, so the ones where he has the, the like, denim shirt on. Oh, God. He doesn't button it all the way, so you can see is like, the top of his belly button. <laughs> and he looks like he just got out of, like, catering, and he had been eating for 12 hours, so he's, like, kind of sweaty. He's got, like, the grease sweats. Yeah. Going on, oh. he gets... He gets in the ring, he like raises both his arms, and he's just like, fuck. Yeah. My barf. A yeah. fan just threw that cross that they showed on camera a minute ago into the ring. They tried to hit Kama with it. It did not work. No. Speaking of barf, uh, have you guys seen the movie Pitch Perfect? Uh, no. Mm-mm. Okay. It's a good movie. You should check it out. Uh, I thought Sounds you were like say- a rom-com. Yeah, well, it's did- a rom-com musical. Yeah. So your girlfriend made you watch that. Yeah, absolutely. And did you know? So here's the thing, right? She, is she sleeping? Yeah, all right. I think she's sleeping. So I was like, okay. She's been nagging me for like six months to watch it. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll do it today. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'll get in the holiday spirit. I watch it. It's a good movie. And I'm like, okay, I've done my good deed for the year. Right. Big deal. And then she's like, now we have to watch two and three. And I was like, you mother. Oh, fuck her. Shit. You can't throw a plot twist well, at me. Wait, did you say, shit. did you tell her, oh, that was good? Because then you. Yeah, I was just, I, yeah, well, I was trying to make her feel good. You should have said, well, it wasn't bad. Oh, well, come over good. the top. Because it is the... good. Shit, man. Yeah, come well, just got scared for the casket. That'd be like me saying, hey, you want to watch Home Alone? Right, and then she watches it, and she likes it. Be cool. Now we have to watch two, three, four, five, and now six when it comes out in spring twenty twenty one. No, wait. There's not that many. There's five. What? Yeah, there's five Home Alones. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, there's Macaulay only Macaulay Culkin only does two of them though. Yeah, those are right. the only good ones, right? Right. I mean, three ain't that bad. It's not good though. It's not great. No. Four? No. Don't even. Dude, that's insane. And I don't know if I've ever seen five. I don't think I have. And one of them, I know that they 
they like look at the camera. They, they break the fourth wall. Because they're like, oh, who would leave their kid home alone like three times or whatever? And they look at the camera. <laughs> and then they keep going. I'm pretty sure that happens in one of them. Here's old school. Yeah, take that, but, Papa Shango. Can we just point out real quick? I know we were, we were chatting about your fun movie time, but the casket has Undertaker's face on it? Yeah. That's his home. Yeah, but what the fuck? He lives there. Oh, look at this that's casket cam. That's his That's his ring doorbell camera. So that's security. Look at this. Look at Look at. He's so scared. Now we're getting comma butt cam, it looks like. Fucking comma. Everybody's afraid of a cat. Are you guys afraid of caskets or what? Holy. Sh- well, first know. of all, they don't look like that. No. I'd go that's like, like a that. bathtub with embroidery on the inside. <laughs> Comma's been in the casket about six times already. Why is he going to the top rope? What the fuck? I'd get in one if I had someone there to safely let me out moments later. I think a body bag is way scarier than a casket. Yeah. Yeah, I would say having a a brick of cement tied to my ankle and I'm on the edge of a pier is probably scarier than a casket. Well, okay. Um, That's way different. Well, how do you figure? A casket's like an enclosed space. I'm <laughs> so is a fucking land of water with a cement brick attached. You bro. can't have that kind of match, asshole. Bro, get out of here. That's Body bag place. match visually is scarier because like it becomes yeah, vacuum sealed. Yeah. And then like for the wrestlers too, I feel like speaking from experience, being zipped in a body bag is a frightening experience because you're like, wow, when am I going to run out of air and can't breathe in here? Yeah. Oh, oh Undertaker. the Undertaker's in the casket. This is it. Kama's going to win. He's going to build another necklace with Undertaker's ashes. He's going to turn him into diamonds. <laughs> I'm waiting for Randy Orton to pop out. What the fuck? Oh, and then, yeah, it gets caught on fire. I'm the legend killer, bitches. It's like, Randy, you're 14. Just shut the door. He's in there. What is Ted doing? Oh, I thought Ted was about to get thrown in. What? I wish I wish that he'd steal the chain back and then melt it back down and then make a new urn. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Do you probably think will. Ashes got melted into the gold necklace. Yeah. That's why Kami has all the power. Right. He's got the ashes. Paul yeah. Bear just can't wait to embalm a body later. He's just like, fuck. I need what to drain is- his blood out. What is the story of the ashes? Is his Undertaker's dead parents in there? Uh, I don't know. That's always what I thought it was. I always thought it was Kane trying to escape. Well, because like when Kane comes, it's like, oh, your parents burned in the fire. It's like, well, that must be what's in the urn then. Mm. Okay, I can see why you would think that. That's a really good point. Like, what what is in it? Like, what yeah, is like it? who is that? That well, Kane storyline with Undertaker is a great storyline too. Yeah, it is. Well, eventually, isn't it like that's like it's like the soul of the Undertaker or some shit, and that's why it has the light, and he's like shining the light. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Kama here really putting the boots to Undertaker, who, mind you, has put him in the casket about six times, like Bob said. Yeah, and the crowd seems pretty deflated here because there's really not much you can do in a casket match. 
No, they're relatively boring. And like when you think of the finish is like, oh, closing the lid. No matter how hurt you are, you could probably keep someone from closing the lid. Unless you're knocked out. That's it. Yeah, unless you have a cement brick. Yeah, tiny foot in water. It's fucking gay. Oh, fuck. Kama looking uh, out of shape here, too, tonight. 100%. Dude, I was just thinking he's looking thick. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't clothesline him onto it. It's got to be in it. He's like, damn it, I can't lift it up if he's on top. Look, he's acting like he won. won. Yeah, he doesn't know how it worked. Well, brother, you didn't yet. A good try, but no. This would be so much better if it was Papa Shango. Absolutely. They gave up on that gimmick too much, although they did have Papa Shango lose pretty much every match he ever wrestled in. Well, you know. Somebody's got to play the supporting character, man. They can't all be stars. Yes, I think he might. He might have beat Tito Santana like one time. Paul Bear is a house of fire right now. He wants Ted DiBiase. He's plowing through Tim White. Jack Doan stopping him. He is. Oh my God! He just decked Jack Doan. To be fair, who hasn't beat Tito Santana? Let's get, uh, Border Patrol. Hmm. Ariba. I love how Paul Bear just freaked out, took his fucking jacket off. Yeah. He couldn't get past a small referee. All I can think of right now is the pumpkin pie that's waiting for me in the fridge downstairs. Oh, so you put your pumpkin pie in the fridge too? Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you, that's so a, you. Yeah. That's what I did, right? And then I was ridiculed for doing that. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was told, well, it's not stored in refrigeration. Why would you put it in the refrigerator? I was like, well, the I one I have, the one I bought is it was refrigerated. Yeah, the ones I get aren't, but I no. always would just put them in the refrigerator. No, they that's a cold one. You eat those cold. Yeah, my, um, my, uh, what am I trying to say? I have I have uh, like a red raspberry pie right now. In the oh. fridge. That sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, so now you said pie, and now I'm thinking about that. Really, the pie you eat hot is a pot pie well, and fucking apple pie. Okay, I was going to say apple. That's it. No other pie. Kamala just vertical suplexed Taker on a casket. And he's like, wait, why can't I get this open? It's not because yeah, he's I don't know, Kamala. His Taker's on it. He's on shit, the lid. Man. How's this shit work? Can't figure this shit out. Yes. Morons, I tell you. Baseball slide, but he base, hit a baseball slide <laughs> with Taker still on top of the casket. <laughs> what the fuck? The referee is holding the casket now that a 300-pound man is also on top of it. Well, because it keeps, like, jiggling. Like, yeah, it's, it's definitely on, not stable. You know what it's on? It's on those little carts that in, like, elementary school you scoot around on. <laughs> that, that's what the casket's on right now. Oh, shit. He's going to go for a pile driver. This is dumb. Oh, Taker counters with a backdrop back into the ring. I'll tell you what, if this match is booked for out. I'm surprised that that, uh, <laughs> that lid there didn't just break through. 
I was looking at it too. It does look like there's a crack on it. Crowd's going nuts right now, by the way. Rest oh. in peace. Well, power slam by Kama. We are at one hour, 20 minutes, and 23 seconds. That's insane to me because we don't got a whole lot left after this. Is that right? true? We have three matches after this match. Oh, my God. And we have over an hour. That's nuts. Why are the well, refs demanding that Kama put Undertaker in there? They're like sick of this match. 40 minutes of Diesel and King Mabel. I can't wait. I preferred when Undertaker versus Undertaker was being promoted by a pizza company. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's. Presenting you Undertaker versus Undertaker. Yeah, Nothing says pizza like the dead man times two. Yeah. Do you like Kama's little soccer shin guards that he's wearing? I like everything that he's wearing. What the heck? What? Why, the... why does Paul Bear look like he was doing like a Ric Flair strut right there? Oh my god. I like how they both have managers out there. Where's well, Ted's fucking tie? Ted doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just walks oh around. Oh my god. We are in a, a laying headlock for the last minute and a half here. <clears throat> They're all gassed up. I wonder if we're going to get a Davy Boy Smith promo or interview, and that's why it's mm. so much time left. I bet you we do. Do you like the Undertaker's gloves look like a shriveled ball sack? Oh, God. Well, yeah, that, now that's my favorite part, so. There's Sting in the crowd. <laughs> that's just kind of funny. They went to that fan. The only fan on that side that's like not excited. He's just like, fuck. No, they're pretending they're the creatures of the night, man. Right. Speaking of, where are they? Why aren't they sitting ringside? They got choke slammed. They got more important things to attend to. Yeah. There's a creature feature tonight. So they couldn't attend. Okay, they're really... I mean, not that much was going on in this match, but this headlock shit is killing it. Nice little side suplex there by Undertaker. On time. I prefer suplex. Pardon me. A suplex. This match is boring as fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, to be honest. Bring Bertha Faye back out. <laughs> Bertha Faye! What the fuck? You just was that? missed a kick and did a back bump, okay? Taker with a few kicks. Misses a right hand. Kama, who is a UFC fighter, punched him, but Taker didn't fall down. So he must suck his <laughs> job. Leaping clothesline by the dead man. Crowd's like, woo, yeah, woo. Not me. I'm like, boo, yeah, boo. Okay, let's finish this opening. off already, man. 
Bob, you're fucking loving this, so I don't want to hear it. Oh, okay. Oh, it's Uh, over. It's a draw. Both men are in the casket as Undertaker clothesline himself and Kama in there. And we have the inside casket view, so nothing. It's black. Yeah, you can't see nothing. They said, what are you going to do? They got to lift it up. Is it like the first man to get Uh, out wins? What the fuck? (laughs) It's broken. Yeah, that's the top part of the inside there. It's literally a piece of cardboard. Yeah. Undertaker just pulled it back in. (laughs) It is that typical spot. Oh, my God. I can't escape. Undertaker's got my leg. He's like a zombie, dude. Look, we're exposing the shitty paint job on the inside now. Yeah, and the little piece of fucking... That's too bad. They're not going to be able to close it because now it's standing up. Oh, yeah. Well, it's probably cardboard, so. It absolutely is. 100%. I think Tim White just got out of there. He's probably embarrassed. The shake, rattle, and roll. Swing, neckbreaker by Kama. That should do it. Kama, this is probably the longest match in Kama's career. Uh, well, he went 15 with uh, Sean, King of the Ring. I can't wait to hear how long this match went when we're done because it feels like it's been 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, this has gone pretty slow. Oh, is he gonna go? He's gonna get the choke slam. Yes. He brings him straight to hell, and here's how Kane. Does he not, how does he not counter that? Nothing like led up to that. He's like, yeah, baby. He points. They open. He's about to toss him in. He's going to win. He's going to get the necklace back. Rebuild the urn. Paul there is like, yeah, do it. Oh, wait, Tombstone? Oh, yeah. What if they showed inside the casket for the first time and it was all like dildos standing up on one end? Oh, my God. Like when you fall in it, you get impaled by them all. Oh, here we go. Tombstone by Taker. Well, that should do it for Kama. You would think. I hope he sits up. I would no-sell it. <laughs> I think the lights are going to go out, and then freaking Goldust is going to come out and start rubbing him. And then they're both going to go in the casket because they're scared yeah, of Goldust. The lights go out, and you just hear the music, and gold, like, rose petals come down. And on the microphone, you just hear Goldust go... Dead man. I'm going to make you feel alive. Well, there it is. That's your tease for my era. All right. Well, Kama's in the casket with the door closed, so the match is over. Uh, I hope Goldust comes out and says, Dead man, I'm going to make you rise. <laughs> Dead man, you give me rigamortis. No. Between my legs. Jesus. I'm stiffer than a doormail. Uh, Dallas, what did you think the runtime was for that match there? Dude, I swear to God, it felt, literally felt like it was 20 minutes long. Um, I'm going to say it was 13. I was going to say 12. would be incorrect. It was six, 16 minutes and 26 oh. seconds. Fuck. So I guess realistically, for you guys, we could have gotten another four or five minutes. And... Uh, would have been fine. No. 
Yeah, that's good. Uh, next match is going to be Brett against Isaac Yankum, and then we have our ladder match, and then Diesel and King Mabel. Ladder match will probably get a half hour. Uh, yeah. Just like about. 24 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about a dentist. All right, we're back at the commentary table. Again, don't forget, realistically, this storyline is Jerry the King Lawler versus Bret Hart. <laughs> the same one from 1993. Yeah. Uh, still with no blow-off, which, mind you, for no reason, because Jerry Lawler is wrestling currently at this point. Now, if you'll remember, the reason they never got a blow-off is because Jerry was uh, allegedly involved in a scandal. Well, that has pretty much come to pass, and now there is no excuse for these guys not to just wrestle and get this shit over with. Yeah. Well, they did wrestle. We did the kiss my foot thing, and then they just kept it going. Right. Two years ago on Coliseum Home Video is when this shit started. Yep. Hey, speaking of Jerry Lawler, he just posted this on Twitter. Would you believe that's his fiance? Yeah. Surprised she doesn't have a binky in her mouth. Who the hell is that? Jerry Lawler's fiance. Oh, God. Jerry, L- Jerry Lawler's the type of guy who's going to end up dying while he's fucking. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They'll find him with a smile on his face. 100%. Because he'd be like, hell yeah, man. You know what? You know what's funny is I, uh, I had a, a buddy of mine. By buddy, of mine, I mean a, a coworker. And I was talking. I mean, this guy is a, he's a ladies' man. Okay. He gets fucking. He could sneeze and somehow be fucking a girl. I, I don't know how it happens, but he does. Anyway, I was like, hey man, are you ever really just nervous that you're gonna? Get something, and, just, <laughs> and he's like, "You know what, Bob? There's a lot of worser ways to go." That's true. I was like, "Really though?" Because like, I don't know. Would you rather I'd... get hit by a train? Sure. Because oh. guess what? I ain't oh feeling that. God. Oh that my is god! Brute force right to me. I'm done. But if I were and it's like I'm living with that for the next however many years. I'm definitely feeling that. Look at this fucking bull. Wait. Shit. Okay, so how how could he possibly look worse than the vignettes? Let's put him in like a white. It's supposed to be a coat, but it's a fucking t-shirt. It looks like a white t-shirt. Okay, there you go. What is on his head? It's a dentist mask. No, it's like really dumb fucking goggles. Oh yeah, yeah. He keeps just pointing to his teeth. And the in the uh his entrance music is literally like the drill noise. The drill. Yeah. I would have had the drill and then people screaming or something. This is terrible. Dude. I can see why Glenn Jacobs gets annoyed when people bring up Dr. Isaac Income Dome. Look at his little dentist bag. I like his blue sweatpants. You know, they, those aren't scrubs. Those are definitely sweatpants. This is um, so fucking right. bad. 
This is the Unabomber. Now he's getting fucking that. Unabomb. Bret Hart. He must be feeling confident because his uh, shades aren't covering his eyes completely. You can't believe his eyes. That's why. DDS. Well, let me just tell you guys this. Dr. Isaac Ginkum, he's a degenerate. And uh, we got free health care in Canada. Yeah. So I'm going to kick his ass. To be quite honest with you, I don't hate hate dentists. All right? They're actually pretty nice. You see my teeth? These are actually worked on by Dr. Isaac Ginkum. He's a swell guy. (laughs) All right? So I don't appreciate everybody hating on a dentist. All right? Clean your teeth. All right? And maybe he wouldn't treat you poorly. And I would like to say that I really like Colgate uh, toothbrush, toothpaste. I don't have a sponsorship. It's definitely not on my tights tonight. <laughs> but if you want a cleaner, shinier, and whiter smile, just have Colgate available at your store for $1.98. All right. I'm out of here. I'm coming for you, Yankum. That's pretty much the problem. He's like, Jerry Lawler, I've had it up to here with you. Well, yeah, so have we, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Brett Hitman Hart getting some pyro for a match against a fucking dentist. Okay. And the reason I'm fighting him tonight is because after my visit, he didn't give me a sucker. I wanted a sticker, damn it. Wait, wait, wait. Why is Bret Hart's logo on his top fucking crooked? Are you shitting me? He doesn't have a jacket on either, which is stupid. Is it crooked? Watch when he turns around, dude. Oh, fuck. This dude's jacked. Okay. Um, Dude, yeah, it's off-center. It's like when Sandra was ironing it in the back. They fucked it up. Sandra. (laughs) See, now, if I was Dr. Isaac Ingham, I'd go to that kid with a drill and start drilling his teeth. <gasps> Who took the glasses? His mom? It, yeah, it was his mom because he took them off his head. She was putting them back on, I think. Oh. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Fucking Tom. I was waiting to see Tom's debut here in the WWF in 95, and here we are. <laughs> Finally seeing it. For Todd? Tom? I'm waiting for... Tom uh, who? Our friend okay. Tom. Oh, Tom. I'm waiting to see Brett's tights that you were talking about. Dude, look at it. Look at it. Oh, it is. It's like too far to the left. Yeah, it looks pretty shitty. Look at it. Oh, my God. Wow. Fucking I Sandra. That, I wonder if that's in his book. So the date was uh, August 27th at SummerSlam. My day was going great. All right, I'm fighting this fucking dentist, dude. Let's get my gear on. And my fucking logo is up to the left. And that's why that's probably my worst SummerSlam match. Because I was just like, how? I just kept on, I, I felt like I was just leaning too much to the left because of the fucking logo. It was weighing me down. <laughs> uh, how do you How do you feel that he... Uh, as they gank him here when he was Kane and then took off the mask, he had the same haircut except they just took off the top. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. so about that, okay. That was the one storyline. That's probably one of the last storylines where I was like, oh shit, what the fuck's going on? I need to know. Okay. So that was like the summer of 03. And I'm like, who did he fight? Triple H, I think? Uh, 
Is for the title? I don't want to say Triple H was definitely involved, but I know, R- yeah, because it was Triple H because then RVD was there after it when he yeah, had the title. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, he loses the match as per usual because, you know, he can't beat Triple H ever. And, uh, you know, they're freaking out because they got to take the mask off. So I remember him, you know, doing it and then lifting it, had his head down. And I'm like, this guy's disfigured. This is going to be like something, something. I mean, I obviously knew at this point that wrestling was a work, but I was like, they're going to have some kind of something on his face. It's going to be great. He turns around. I'm like, this asshole has got black paint in a shaved head. Oh. <laughs> um, like, so, what the fuck? And then the next week on Raw, he's got his head covered in a towel, completely bald. And this is fucking Kane. He's a, a guy. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're telling me for the past six years I've been terrified of this Kane guy, and it's just a guy that was self-conscious about his look, so he wore a fucking mask and pretended he couldn't talk and shit. Get the fuck out of here. Dude. Yeah, well, dude. Well, when when that happened, the unmasking thing, I remember being, I was very young, uh, and I fell asleep that night. And I remember the next day trying to, like, find a picture online. Like, oh, my God. Like, I need to see yeah. what Kane looks like without his mask on. And, like, try, in, like WB.com had this little tiny picture. It was probably this big. I was going to say, that's where you should, that's where you should have gone. Well, they only had the little tiny picture, and I remember I I fucking printed that shit out, and I said I'm keeping this, and I had it, I, I had it, I printed it out, and I kept this little <laughs> tiny picture of Kane unmasked, just in case you could never find it again, because I couldn't believe it. It's like a little kid, like that's like oh fuck, Kane. Uh, Brad just hit a slingshot uh, crossbody to the mat or to the floor, and he pretty much just hit his head on the concrete. So. He wants to blame Goldberg for ending his career. It could have been the floor at the Civic Center in Pittsburgh. But, I really uh, don't like the great Kali pants that uh, Unabomber is fucking wearing here. I'm not. I'm not liking the look in general. It's just really generic. How do you? How do you have the mindset of? Oh, let's get this six foot eight fella. He said good matches with the Undertaker and Smoking Mountain. Let's make him a fucking dentist. I know. Like, come on. There's just no way. I, I feel like when you're coming up with characters, you have to think. You have to think of characters that could main event WrestleMania or something. Right. You can't tell me that in a booking meeting, they're thinking, "All right, cool. A dentist could definitely be WWF World Champion and you know defend against whomever." They have to know that this character is short-term beyond belief. Right. Well, and it, and it all goes back to marquee value. Are you going to see Yankum DDS on the marquee for fucking Madison Square Garden? No. I think this could be, even be a what-off. Well, the way they've booked it, yeah. Yeah. They had no TV matches. Just have him lose here and then never see him again. And really, he's just King's pawn. Like that's all it is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Yankum tried to drop him over the top rope, but kind of missed it. Now Brett's uh, right hand is tied up in the ropes. So he could easily just pull that out. Mm-hmm. But Mike Kyoto had to do it because selling in stories. Let's see where we are for the time now. We are at. 
still, still over an hour to go. We only have two matches left after this. Yeah. I'm really, really confused on what they could be filling. Sadness. Yeah. I don't know. This hasn't been horrible. I'm saying no. it right now. No, it has not. But the first three matches were the best part. And then we get into the matches that actually had promotion to them. Well, the first four matches. Horowitz and Skip was okay. It wasn't bad. Yeah. But Bertha Fane and Lunge Blaze, that was whatever. No. And then Undertaker Kama was boring as fuck. And now we got yeah. this match. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We all know that your favorite match so far tonight, Dallas, is the casket match. Yeah, you fucking caught me, dude. This is what I'm going to do. For your birthday one of these years, I'm going to buy you a, a compilation of just nothing but casket matches. Okay. Whatever. I'm going to do it. Okay. Nah. Combat zone wrestling casket light tubes on a forklift match. It'd be more interesting than a Undertaker casket match. It's true. Okay, he's gonna kill Bret Hart now. Well, Lawler called that the the old dentist pull. I don't. I wonder if that's what that was called, the dentist pull. Uh, Bret keeps going for roll ups, which makes me think eventually he's gonna win with a roll up. But I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't been like, can they get the sharpshooter on Yankum? Nah. That whole typical story. Because he's yeah, because he's so big. Yeah. I mean, sure, they could he could get it on the tree trunk legs of Yokozuna, but can they do it? Can he do it to a guy like Doctor Yankum? I'm just confused on why the presentation of him in the arena is so different from what it was in the vignettes in the office. Like he's he's wearing a completely different outfit. <laughs> His hair looks even darker than it does in those videos. I mean. Everything about it is like it just seems different. I feel like not that it'd be better with the or good. I should say the, with the presentation we've already seen, but at least it's like you already know what you were kind of getting. He came out and it's like, okay, why the fuck is that guy got a white shirt on? Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's the whole it's the whole package. It's the fact that, like Bob said in the beginning, this guy's fucking well over most heights in the WWF right now. He's in pretty good shape for a bigger dude. Uh, And he looks and has the gimmick of an absolute moron. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty bad. Ramming him into the ring post back first. Oh, I I think Brett just tapped on the uh, concrete. That should be a win for Dr. Income. You know, throwing it to a really big kind of throwback of Icopod series. As Bob once projected, what if Glenn Jacobs had played Adam Bomb? Right. You know, and instead of Brian Clark playing Adam Bomb, he plays Kane. So I think that's, I think for 95. If we never got Brian Clark and instead Kane came in as Adam Bomb to tie in with the Unabomber and just kind of his body of work, 
I think he would about. I don't know about a lot better off, but definitely better off than Isaac Yankum DDS. Yeah. Oh, Yankum just hit a top rope leg drop with Brett hunched over the top rope. Now that's a move that I'd yell at him for doing when he got back through the curtain. Well, I would imagine the producers told him to do it, right? Or the agent? I don't know, but I'd be like, don't ever do that again. Because of the size? Yeah, and the gimmick. <laughs> right. You know, for a dentist, I mean, he's not really... I'd be having him just fish hook him all the time. I was going to say, he's not doing anything mouth-related, which is kind of surprising to me. Yeah. yeah he's, he's just beating the shit out of him. Yeah, like stomp him in the teeth a couple times or something, you know? Just let him be Adam Bomb. Just let him be Unibomber. Just let him be Unibomber. Just let him be someone close to who he is. I don't know how. How did he just roll out to the floor? What happened? His pants, his sweatpants are loose. Brett was a suicide dive. I mean, he Brett kicked out, but he didn't like power kick out. Now he's pummeling Yankum. Poor Why is Brett going over to Lawler yet? Because he's staying focused. Hmm. I don't like evil that. dentist guy. He rammed Yankum into the ring steps face first. Now they're back in the ring. Oh, there we go. He's going for the bulldog, and he hits it. Can break of the cover. One, two. Yankum kicks out. <sighs> this is making me exhausted. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's really, for a Bret Hart match, there's really nothing of substance here. Which is a bummer. Side Russian leg sweep. One, two, no. If you give him a kendo stick to wrap around his throat, he probably would have won. Like the Sandman would do. And Brett is going for a backbreaker. Yes, he hits it. The five moves of doom. Is he already going to beat this guy or what? <clears throat> and, oh, a forearm off the middle rope. Nailed it. W-C-W. <laughs> He's going for the sharpshooter. Can he get him over? Yep. Oh, shit. Lolly's going to get in there, isn't he? Look at him. Look at him claw, crawling over the table. He is, He's right next to the ropes. Okay. I was going to say. Coyote's pissed. Get out of the ring. You know, if he knows that Lawler helped him get to the ropes, then the move shouldn't be broken. I don't know why you would. Oh. What's his face there? Yankum gets tossed to the floor. <clears throat> Come on, dude. This is the stuff right here. This yeah, is why people bought the pay-per-view. Brett just went shoulder first into the ring steps. Well, there's bald spot on the top of his head. It's hilarious. So bad. 
That should be his next guy. He brings in some hairstylist guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lawler loses a uh, a hair versus hair match. This match is not good. No, it has not been at all. Brett slamming Ankum off the top rope. Brett just needs to win this match, like, already. He's getting beat up a lot, man. Well, Brett always gets beat up. Yeah, so he can't win yet. Yankum's a serious threat. Right. Yeah. That's totally believable. Oh, I thought he was going to go into the referee in the corner, but he doesn't. Brett slides to the floor. Trips yank him and he rams him. Wait, no, he's tying him up. Are you fucking kidding me? Brett Hitman Hart. He's not even tying him up though. He's just wrapping it around his feet. So Brett the Hitman Hart. We go free there. Is resorting to tying this fucker's legs to the turnbuckle post to win. How is this not a disqualification either? Desperate times call for desperate measures. This is absolutely ridiculous. Lawler, actually, he's going to get in the ring, but then he gets stopped. And Brett has grabbed Lawler off of the announcer's table and decks him with the right hand. Oh, no. What is Yankum doing? He's going to the top rope. No way. He's going to hit Lawler. Oh, he axe handles Brett from behind. Well, I hate you, Bret Hart. Your Canadian insurance always covers your bill, and I don't get paid. How has this match not ended in a DQ? I feel as if when Lawler helps him get to the ropes, the referee should have called it a disqualification. Yeah. Because you're helping the guy. Oh. Yankum's his head snapped against the bottom rope there. Yeah. Yeah. Lawler just trips... uh, Brent. Okay, the ref literally saw him do that. Well, I was gonna say, even he, why isn't Lawler at least just kicked out? Well, he's got to do announcing. Well, who cares? He ain't doing it. I'd be afraid I was the ref. No. Why is the referee counting on Look, Lawler? He's about to win the Royal he's Rumble. He's got him tied up in the ropes. Oh my God, his head. Yeah. Okay. The referee finally calls for the bell because you can't tie Jeez. a guy's neck up in the fucking ropes. That took long enough. The ref was counting Jerry Lawler as if Jerry he's Lawler was the, in the match. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. Like, what what is going on? Now they've elevated his body, really choking him out here. Brett needs a helping hand to come save him. Maybe this is where Owen Hart comes out. I hope it's King Kong Bundy. Oh my god. What's this? Nikolai Volkov has come out singing the Russian national anthem. Or Doink the Clown. He can come out, squirt some water in people's eyes. That could be fun. Finally, Brahard has been rescued by a bunch of old men. Well, you know there's kids in the crowd who think that he he almost just died right in front of their eyes. Yeah. That would be a good storyline. 
Bret Hart's dead. Undertaker comes out with his casket. Loads of Bret Hart into it. And you could have Bret and Undertaker be a new tag team. I'm full of ideas tonight. He's dead. He's not even breathing. He's doing his method acting for uh, Owen Hart. Dude, that was a bunch of bullshit. I'm just saying. Oh, Oh, that kid's sad as fuck. Look at that kid's haircut and two piercings. (laughs) (laughs) It was the 90s, man. There's kids who look like that now. Yeah. I think my brother's one of them. Well, he ain't that young right there, but... Austin has the haircut, just not the piercing. You don't have that fucking haircut. A little bit. If you were to do a couple of divots on the side of your hair with the buzzer, you would? Bob, your head has fucking divots in it, okay? Yeah, well, because my skull didn't fully grow in, so go fuck yourself. Uh, speaking of somebody who needs to go fuck themselves, Doc Hendricks is in the back here with Reza Ramon. I think it's well known that Doc Hendricks can indeed fuck himself. Hey, man, do I have a storyline? Not really, man. So, instead, tonight, man, I'm going to be in a match with... Oh, my promo's getting interrupted. See, they don't care about me, man. They don't care when Razor's on TV, Chico. Uh, well, well, Razor, uh, tell us, how does it feel to really not get booked very much? Well, let me tell you, man, it's hurting my pocketbook, Chico. So by the time WCW opens up, I'm getting the big fat check, man. And that right there, you can't do nothing about it, Vinnie Mac. So when I'm ready to leave, man, don't be crying on Monday Night Raw, because when Razor leaves, he's making a splash in Atlanta, Chico. That's right. I'm telling everybody right now. It's no secret. I'm going to show up in a jean outfit. Doc Hunter's like, well, imagine that. Razor Ramon in a full jean jacket outfit. Well, we'll see if uh, that indeed happens in about a year. <laughs> There we go. Ladder match that has absolutely zero true storyline purpose behind it, other than Gorilla Monsoon saying, hey, we think that Sean and Sid will suck on paper. We're not going to make you pay for it. Instead, how about we do Razor and Sean in a ladder match? And then you can get Sean and Sid on free TV. Now, if you're Sid, how are you feeling about that? If I'm Sid, I'm like, oh, wait, so I'm not working SummerSlam? And they'd be like, uh, yes, Sid. And he'd be like, what day is that? Sunday? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I have a softball championship I have to do in Alabama that weekend. All right, bye. He'd be fucking happy. He probably pushed for it. He probably he was probably gorilla. You know I suck in the ring. Okay, let's be real. And no one has bad matches with Shawn Michaels, but you don't know what I'm capable of. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't we just save us the hassle and just have Razor and Shawn? I was at Home Depot and I saw a ladder and I was like, wait a minute. Ladder match. I can't wrestle in a ladder match because I could climb up one step and I'm already at the belt. There's no fun in that. It's fine. I'll lose to him on free TV. It doesn't matter. I just really need to be in that championship. 
I really want to care about this ladder match. I really do. But I don't think that I do. I know I don't. They literally had, what, a tug of war with the belt on Raw, and it's like, that's our match. The one thing, yeah. Just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. About your boy, George. He's like, make sure my freaking earrings are in front, brother. Sexy boy. I'm not a fan of the blue Shawn Michaels either. I don't mind that gear. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't know. The blue, like, top is a little weird to me, but, like, I do like those tights. The human top. Did you know that that uh, that screaming in that is actually Sunny? Yeah, I didn't know that, buddy. Oh, Eat your heart out, girl. Hands off the merchandise. Oh, Bob, I forgot to reply to your build up to WrestleMania three thing. That's fine. I haven't even typed it up yet. That's going to be a process every time I do that. No, I know. I also saw it, and I also forgot again already, which I still never even sent you the other part, so here we are. Yeah, thanks, Dallas. Appreciate your support. Hey, man. In a couple weeks, when I, when, I get it, when I get a break from podcasts, we'll be good. Yeah, right. Well, how about this? How about you just get a permanent break? Because you're fired. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Been waiting for that news. You're yeah, fired me, from me too. You're, fi- you're fired from the TNA one. I was gonna do it myself. What? Yeah, fuck it. No, Mike Campbell's jumping on that shit. No, because I'm gonna. I want to do it on my own, and that way I can just be like, all right, two hours. Of this bullshit. This is gonna suck. All right, here comes uh, this blowhard, Sonny Siaki. He's like the Rock or some shit. He fucking blows. And then he's gonna fight uh, this 14 year old kid named Amazing Red, and that's gonna be fucking great. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, here. Oh, this is bullshit. Where's Disco Inferno or something? This is fucking horseshit. Uh, Disco Fever. Is Ernest Cat Miller gonna come in here? I thought all the guys in WCW worked here. This Wait, look at look at the weird ass thing they're hanging the belt on. Yeah, it's called a hook. Oh yeah, that's a normal hook there. Yeah. It is. That looks like a boat towing thing. Oh, yeah, what the fuck? That is not what they normally put the belts on. The ref's confused. He's like, wait, how do you buckle? I don't know how to put it on there. Look, at that shit's going to come off. I was going to say, I hope it falls down. Well, he didn't face it towards the camera like you're supposed to. No, he doesn't. Vince is pissed. Look at him. He's like, God damn it. Doc Andrews like, well, God damn it. Uh, we're going to get ready for this later match right now. And uh, I'm he's here to help for, you out. He's pissed for a couple of reasons. Number one, they couldn't get the belt on there right. Number okay. two, he's got to sit with Doc Hendricks for the next 35 minutes. Dude, that ref is getting fired after not hanging the belt the right way. Could you imagine? That shit's going to fall down. He's Jack Doan is looking at it, and he's like, that don't look right. Sean just told somebody off camera to pull the belt back down. I think you kind of have to. That shit ain't going to stay there like that. Well, they're definitely do they're definitely stalling for that reason. Sean definitely yelled over to somebody at the timekeeper's table to fucking oh, have a Well, break. I was going to say, why are both refs still in the ring? But now they... Oh, it here is, it comes. It's coming back down again. Look at, look at. Yeah, Sean knows how to do it. Yeah, 
There it is. We put the referee aside and was like, fucking put it back up there. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was like, you don't know how to fucking do it as your job. That's kind of hilarious. Um, Jack Stone he... is probably going to Earl. Like, Earl, am I fired? Oh, I hate that it's spinning now. That's annoying. It will stop at some point, probably. Well, the, of course, now they got it the right way, and now we still can't get a nice shot on camera because... Yeah, because it's the backside is keeps on facing the camera. Oh, great. We're hammering away. I feel like this is just going to be a, a complete recycle of the uh, WrestleMania 10 match. All the classic spots over and over again. I okay. know. Look how fucking fast they're going. I don't give a shit. Do the same match again. I do give a shit. I don't want to see the same match again. And Razor's <laughs> not in the same position he was a year and a half ago. No. Hey, you haven't seen the match in a while, Bob, so if they do it again, who cares? Well, little do you know, I actually watch it every day at 3.30 p.m. Well, I do believe that. So. Disco fever! I can't wait for Razor and Amon to get backdropped over the top to the floor as Sean is going to counter a Razor's Edge. Well, that's that should here, here it comes right fucking now, dude. Okay. Never mind. He went to the ropes. There's no rope breaks, though, so I don't know why he went to the ropes. He was scared. He was pissing his drawers, dude. Come on, Sean. I just want to say right now, too, my fucking stream hasn't paused once. Don't jinx it, brother. Okay. You don't say that shit out loud, dude. That's all I'm saying. We're not going to talk about it anymore. It was the one comment, and now we're done. I want to point out that for the last 14 minutes, I've been watching a football game along with uh, <laughs> And I you guys haven't even known. Nah, bullshit. I knew you were doing some shit over there. Nope. I have it plopped up here on you... my laptop. I got a commercial right now for Burger King. Two for five delivery fee. Now it's a Target commercial. You better be careful watching Burger it on King your laptop, fucking too. Sucks. I'm not watching it on my laptop. I'm watching it on my phone propped up on my all right, I, you you were touching your phone more than you normally do, so I knew some shit was up. He was touching something. Yeah. Well, I did recently also download the Pornhub app. Oh. Um, so it's really easy to favorite your favorite videos on that. And um, it's just nice to have. Just keep yourself handy. Okay. So give yourself a handy. Right. Uh, Sean attempting to suplex Razor in over the top rope off the apron, but it looks like oh, God. Razor just blew out Sean's back. His, his back leg... and his fucking ankle. His ankle hit the guardrail. His back slammed right on the ground. Oh, uh, my Lord. So Sean's sciatica nerve is definitely uh, severely damaged here. Yeah, and you know what? And Razor, being ever so gentle, uh, comes to the floor and immediately does a elbow drop. A stiff-ass elbow drop. To With his whole body weight. Yeah. yeah. He's like, fuck you, John. Yeah, great. Double feature that, because we want to see this guy get his ankle shattered. Here it is. Suplex. Looking good. And then Sean's uh, left ankle uh, hits the top of the guard railing. That was dangerous, but that's okay. Here we go. He's going for the razor's edge. I wonder what's going to happen. Is he going to hit it? No, Sean will drop over the top. Yeah, he broke free super kick. Nope. Double clothesline. Guys, this is like WrestleMania. But it's SummerSlam. Right. It's WrestleMania, but in the summer. It's crazy. 
wild. I live for this. WrestleMania should be in the summer. You know what? I would have to think so. Probably get more eyes on it. Yeah, what else are people doing? Nothing. But that's why there's SummerSlam. Yeah, I guess. Oh, Sean going hard into the corners. Now he's laying over the top rope. But Razor says, let me kick you. And he's going to do the Dude. always slam that Hulk Hogan would definitely take in a fantasy world. Oh, shit. Yes, yes he would, dude. Sean took it because Sean weighs about, I don't know, 75 pounds lighter than Hulk Hogan. And he's also not Hulk Hogan. Shit you out of that. I think that proves the point right there. That I mean, Shawn but, Michaels would do it, that Hulk Hogan would? Well, yeah, because you think Hogan's going to be upstaged? No. Being sarcastic. It's being fucking sarcastic. I mean, Hulk Hogan's the type of guy that doesn't take a move when he's on, when he, he'll just be on his back. He doesn't even have the move. Well, Hulk Hogan's not forcing me to watch SummerSlam 95, so in that sense, Bob, fuck you. Oh my god, Sid's there. What What the fuck is this bullshit? Why is he standing Uh, watching on a small-ass fucking TV? (laughs) Oh. Razor with the right hand on the floor. Just stay at the hotel, Sid. It's a bigger TV. Give me a break. That's dumb. Yeah, that's stupid. I would have had Razor be like the special enforcer on the outside. And you still would have done Sean and Sid? Yeah, but, like, he kind of beats both of them up. Right. Well, Sean just tipped over the ladder to prevent Razor from uh, getting that big gold belt. Sid Razor might not be too bad if that was a thing. Mm. How about we just do a triple threat match? Fuck it. Ladder match with Sid in it? Yeah, why not? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Come on. I mean, Big Show's wrestled in a ladder match. Yeah, yeah. Shawn Michaels def- definitely just accidentally hit Razor Ramon with the ladder. Good job, Vince. Definitely was, uh, he didn't mean to do that. Well, you'll remember, they were told not to use it as a weapon, so he's probably like, fuck, that was an accident. <laughs> he didn't mean to do that. Oh, of course. He just oh, exposed yeah. Shawn's butt. It wouldn't be a ladder match without it. All the girls are going crazy. Oh, oh, oh my god. My fucking god. How did he not tear his ACL there? Well, hey, there you go, Doc. There you go, yeah. How can the ladder take the punishment? Way to think about the ladder. That's like somebody getting shot and be like, hey, is that gun okay? <laughs> How's that knife feeling? Yeah, I think it. Isaac Yankum DDS is going to have to come out and work on Sean's knee. Oh, he's a. Could you imagine? Okay. I mean, guys, I got this. I'm a dentist. It's the only doctor in the building. No, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Yeah. He ain't here. You don't know that? If Sid's back there watching on a fucking tiny ass TV, I'm sure Dr. Tom is somewhere. Now, I'm sure Vince Vin should be saying that this is all an accident, too. 
Razor accidentally <laughs> stomping the ladder on Sean's knee. He, he definitely did not mean to do that. I really like you how you were like, oh, it's like shooting somebody and then asking if the gun, if it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. That was good. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah, that's the bad part. <clears throat> it's just like, yep, the ladder's in play. Uh, it is a ladder match, and it's for the Intercontinental Championship. Right. And it's Razor Moan, and it's Shawn Michaels, and there's no fucking build for this match. But here you go. And oh. it's SummerSlam. And Riz Ramon just accidentally hit Shawn Michaels in the back of the leg with the ladder, sweeping him uh, off of his feet. And he laid the ladder down, and now his hair is looking like he needs to add some more water to it because it's getting pretty fucking poofy. I'm starting oh, to I am these starting guys to are think. clumsy tonight, King, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think that they totally ignored the restrictions because now you just slammed him again on there. Because they've always said, like, oh, we couldn't use the ladder as a weapon in some saying they have they're definitely using the ladder as a weapon. Well like what a, why would they even tell him that? It's, it's stupid. I don't know how you can have a ladder match without using the ladder. It, it would just make no sense. And if you had to I'd be like, well I'll, I'll go get a table. They didn't say nothing about a table. It's a good point. You think I'm Sean sure. asked for more money when he's got to be in a gimmick match like this? No. No, they probably gave it to him. Oh, I mean, what, what was it? At fucking Survivor Series 94, he does absolutely nothing. And he gets paid more than Diesel. <laughs> or he gets paid more than, like, Adam Bomb, who wrestles a 35-minute match. Shawn Michaels does, like, two super kicks and leaves, and they're just like, yeah, we'll give you 40 grand for that. So, okay. <laughs> As he just kicks Razor gut first into the ladder in the corner. I'm sure he's getting paid a decent amount of money here. Do you think he's getting paid more than Razor? Uh, well, he is the champion. Yeah, I was going to say yes. Oh, drives him me for his honor there again. Well, you, you can look at the 1991 SummerSlam uh, pay structure. Because it was part of the Ultimate Warrior lawsuit. And it's hilarious. Ted DiBiase, I'm just, you know, guessing or whatever here, but Ted DiBiase makes, let's say, 15 grand, right, for his match against Virgil. And then Virgil makes 1,100. <laughs> oh my God. So it's Jesus Christ, you know, it's like, wow. Hulk Hogan's like, oh, you get 200 grand. And then Chrome. Colonel Mustafa gets like $600. Well, it's funny because that's still how it is today because they released like the paydays for the most recent little boxing thing that happened with Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. And Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. both made a million bucks. And then like the little YouTuber boxing match where it was like some Mm -hmm. Logan Paul guy or whatever, Jake Paul, they each made $600. (laughs) Holy shit. There's no what? way. That's what it said. I don't You're know that... Me that Paul against Robinson, they both got paid $600. They were the least paid guys on the show. That's funny. So, according to that, anyway. That's so weird because didn't his one match with his the two other boxing fights he had, 
against that other YouTuber guy. They got paid a ridiculous amount of money for that. And he yeah, settles gotta... for $600 against Nate Robinson? Well, don't forget, I think those were actually commissioned bouts. This was like something that, this was yeah, like a ones. Tyson exhibition show yeah. that he put on. So I'm sure the pay structure was a little bit different, but I, I thought that was quite funny. There's no way. I'm uh, sure it's not correct, but I'm looking at the pay structure for that SummerSlam because Bob, I've never seen this, and okay. this is very interesting. Yeah, well, how what is the DiBiase Virgil one? I know it's um, drastically different. It's oh, I just saw it. Um, Virgil made ten thousand, and uh, Ted made twenty. Okay, so double. Yeah, um, I, my favorite part is like so like Hulk and Warrior both made seventy five thousand. But Hulk got a $15,000 bonus. <laughs> of course. Um, also, Miss Elizabeth uh, made bank, oh. too. She made 50 Oh, my what? God. Savage made 75 as well. Sarge was uh, 50 Someone else was... Oh, uh, Andre, 75 Yeah. Ramon just dropped the ladder square on Sean's fucking ankle. I had to feel good. A couple of the ring crew guys got paid zero dollars. That's awesome. It literally has a zero. Rays are starting to climb up, but Sean's going to the top rope, mind you, with a bum foot to hit an axe handle. Interesting choice. Uh, and, if you're, and if you're curious, Tim White got paid the least at 750 dollars hmm. that's interesting yeah seventy five thousand dollars for one match it's crazy oh sean sending razor face first into the ladder uh i can't say that this is uh super interesting We've seen all this shit before. I don't think it's that bad. No, but... They're using the ladder, but it's just not very interesting. It's It's not dynamic the way we're using it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's nothing spectacular here, but I don't think it's that bad. This is way better than the casket match. I hope Sean exposes Razor's ass now. Oh, my God. Sean going forward and hitting a back suplex off of the ladder. There you go. We are at uh, two hours, 15 minutes, and four seconds. So we're dwindling it down. Yeah. I still think they got to have a half hour of King Mabel. No, they're definitely doing something with Davey, unless he's being involved in that match of some kind, but... Well, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get another hype video. We haven't heard from Diesel yet, right? So he's probably got to talk. Yep. It's, yo, it's me, Big Daddy Go. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. oh, my God. Jeez. Razor almost went up over the ladder in the corner to the floor. Yep. Oh, we're going back first into the ladder and then a forearm. 
He's all fired up, limping around, can't forget to sell the leg. And stomps him in the face like he's Vader. That's right, baby. And another scoop slam. Now he's not selling the leg because he's okay. Was he going to do the elbow drop? Dude, stop giving it away. Splash. Moonsault. 450. 630. Double moonsault. Phoenix Flash. Phoenix Flash. Oh, moonsault. Well, that was nice. Just hammered away on the neck of Riz Ramon. So Sean doing more of the dentist work than the actual dentist. That's interesting. Right. Heartbreak good. Where's Sid? I wonder if Sid will come out. Sid probably has to come out, right? I mean, they showed him on camera. I feel like it'd be yeah. a waste not to use him. I hope someone's holding that ladder. Nope. Oh, yeah, someone does. I see him. Oh, he misses the splash at the top of the ladder. That's got to hurt your nuts. It's got to hurt everything. I feel like, I feel like Ramon's just been laying on the mat for the last <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, just like rolling around so Sean can't hit him. Sean, you do it. Sean, you do that. I'll just move out of the way. Sean, you do that. I'll just move out of the way again. Well, he did kind of take a moonsault, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That was the two seconds he got to stand up. Yeah. Yeah, see, look, he literally barely gets up. Sean does it, and then he's back down. <laughs> Razor wasn't really close enough, though. That's the problem. No. No. Who will climb up the ladder? They're both going for it. I'm about to fall asleep from this fucking show. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... This isn't great. It started off good. The first four matches were fun. Well, and the start of this match started off pretty hot and heavy, but I feel like we've gone downhill. Well, just think, guys. After this, we only got a couple months left of 95, and we're moving on. Well, and that's the point I had made before (laughs) we even got to this show. You know what? If we have to struggle through this, realistically, Survivor Series is barely even a thing anyway. So once we get there, the year is really over, and that's like well, on the horizon. Well, I think what you just said is part of the next problem that we have is that a Survivor Series is not generally very exciting. Yeah, it's and it comes quick, and then it's gone, and it's just the year's oh, over. Oh my god! They both got crotched on the top rope, and then Razor fell to the floor. I think Survivor Series '95 is actually pretty good. Okay, buddy. Yeah, well, says mean, the guy that says 1995 is a pretty good year. It is pretty good. No. Compared to what? 2020. 86? 2020, bitches. 2020. Mm-mm. I'll tell you what. I've seen more 1995 Raw than I've seen 2020 Raw, because guess how many 2020 Raws I've seen? A fucking none. Exactly. I'd rather watch that shit, to be honest with you. And it ain't good. No. And I can't really watch a show where 
a wrestler is 42 years old and he's going to get married to a 19 year old. That's kind of weird. Uh, well, I mean, I don't really, I don't really enjoy that either, but. So Wait, why what? do you watch it? Buddy Murphy is dating Rey Mysterio's 19 year old daughter. And they're like going to get 37. They're, they're going to get married. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's going to be the next wedding. Just you wait. Michael Cole is going to be like, this this three-week relationship that fucking Buddy Murphy's had with this chick. Wedding. Christmas Eve or whatever. You wait. Eddie Guerrero's daughter's on TV now? No, Rey Mysterio. Oh. Eddie Guerrero's daughter, though, was on AEW as an announcer. Shaw, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, he's got another one who's kind of younger. Razor's got another ladder. A smaller ladder, it looks like. Like a children's ladder. It does look smaller, but it's pretty close. Yeah, I guess you're right. But just from the way they pulled it out, it looked really small. Well, because nowadays we're used to ladders that are literally like 15 feet tall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And these are what, maybe eight foot? Yeah, like eight, ten foot ladders or something. Well, here we go. Say hello to the bad guy. Really hit it? Yep, Razor's Edge. Damn, I wanted to see it under the ladder. No way. No way. I would have fantasy booked it. Of course you would have. You would have lost. As long as the opposing show had D'Lo Brown as champ, you would have lost. Okay. Never forget that, dude. I'm never they were doing that. some bullshit. Weren't they having Ken Shamrock tag with some fucking random guy, too? Yep. Probably. It was like Ken Shamrock and Brian Pillman or something. Honestly. It was like the loose cannons. That's right. Yep, and I, I, you know, I like Ken Shamrock. Honestly, Bob got, I think Bob felt bad for them. So then he was like, you know what, I gotta let them win some time. So they pulled the trigger on that bullshit D-Lo thing, and so Bob was like, that's it, they're gonna win that one. No, I. Well, I should just tell you guys the truth. I was actually booking with them. You probably were. And I would just pick their shows to win. You probably <laughs> were. Yep. Dude, what a bastard. Dude, Razor's going to go to the top, guys. No, yeah. There's no way Razor Ramon wins this match. Like, 0%. You don't know that. I don't know. I feel like it's a 0%. Why is he moving the ladder away from the belt? Because you don't want to get it. You can't win with that type of behavior. So naturally, Razor is climbing at the slowest rate. Mm-hmm. His momentum is zero. Yeah. Sean is on the other ladder now. Oh. Oh, he just super kicked him. That was a bullshit fucking super kick. Is he going to get this? Nope. That's funny. <laughs> what? He super kicked Razor. Then the ladder's too far away. So he's like, oh, fuck, I'll just jump. 
and uh, he doesn't get it. I'm pretty sure he landed stomach first on the ladder or two that was knocked over. He might have. So. I mean, if I was watching this live, I would be totally pumped. Dude, I'm telling you, here it comes. He's going to go for the razor's edge. Wait a minute. They're close to the ropes, and there he goes. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Like, he has every fucking time ever. In every he chucked his yeah. ass over. Is that going to be the finish? Is that that move finally going to end Razor's reign as Intercontinental Champion? Oh, wait, what? Razor's well, not... champion. Sean's <laughs> champion. I'm thinking it's WrestleMania 10. That's it. Sean won. Come on. Can Sean retain? No. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Look at this guy. This guy's like, what the fuck? Wait, did he do that on purpose? Uh, no. No way. He meant to get it? I think he was supposed to grab it there. Is Judging by the reaction he just had, <laughs> I don't that think that was... That he's pissed? Yeah. And that Razor's still down? Yeah. There it is. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So mm. WrestleMania 10 is definitely better. 100,000%. Which I oh, called from the pissed. very beginning. What is Razor doing? That's my belt, Chico. I lost a poker game with that Bertha Faye. I told her I'd have some gold for her. Sean's like, Oh, he's going to hand it to him. They're going to hug. They're best friends. Fucking A. Yeah, there you Good go. Job, he Chico. gives it to him, shakes his hand. What a bunch of bullshit. Fantastic. Good job. After a ladder match, you I wouldn't be shaking. Once, I beat you once. How about we do it for a third time? How do you feel about in your house number four? Now, that probably should have been the main event. Yeah, probably. But you know what? It's not. Because we have to have a 500-pound man Take on a 400 pound man, very uh, not strong person in Diesel. I recently I watched the Raw today where he uh, got injured. Mm. That How was, was that? It was fun. He screams. <laughs> He's just like, ow! And you see Earl do the X. And then he's gone for a year. It's good stuff. Oh, great team, Douglas. I'm going to stick by what I've stuck by all night by saying this is still, for 1995, the best pay-per-view of the year. I would agree. Yeah, I think so. I was waiting, but I agree. Yeah. Bad. Failure to reach an acceptable standard. Thanks, Dean. What a word to define on TV for pay-per-view. Bad. Uh, Let's define bad. The next one is going to be called Waste. And then after that, it's going to be Of. And then after that, it's going to be Money. What does that spell? Waste of Money. Equals SummerSlam. So let me explain to you what this means. Oh, Razor Ramones. 
confronting. Oh. Hey, man, what do you think? I'm dumb, Chico? Hey, Chico, I never liked attention, Chico. Mm. It stopped me from selling my drugs at the playground. All you do is talk, Chico. Look at the people taking fair. pictures backstage. I know. Dean Douglas, we don't need to have any violence here. It's a wrestling show. You're all buffing no stuff. Oh. oh, Dean tried to sucker punch him. But Ramon blocked it and decked Dean. And now he's taunting him like, hey, you want some more? And Dean's just grabbing the chalkboard and he's huffing and puffing to show his fury. Okay, great. They, and he still has the wherewithal to then have his nails on the chalkboard. Well, and if you notice, they didn't have like the sound ready. So he started to do it and like the sound wasn't happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, the main event. I like how Dean Douglas is responsive getting punched in the face. Is you know what, Razor? You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah, dude, that's good shit. What a pussy ass. We have the entrances here at 229.17. Mabel's getting carried to the ring. So we have about uh what? 13 minutes? Yeah, 13 minutes. Thank God. I don't want them to get any more time than absolutely bare minimum for this match. I hope Diesel does a fucking Undertaker entrance. That'd be fine with me for this. Mabel better lose, and this just better be the end of his run. Here you go. That's what you got. There you go, Mabel. I hope Mabel wins. There's no way. I want it's Mabel okay. to win and get the Lex Luger celebration that we didn't get to. With the ago. balloons? Yeah. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Dude, was like, fucking fucking gotta go out here with this fat ass fucking guy, dude. Well, let me tell you, Todd. I don't know if you've been watching the fucking show, but if you just saw Shawn Michaels and Razor have a ladder match, how the fuck am I supposed to follow that? All right. I got a fucking 500 pound guy. Who can't really move very well. He's got a fucking fake crown on top of his head. And if I just shake my face and have my red turn, have my face turn red, maybe people will uh, be interested. All right, I'm going to go to the ring now. He's going to get medieval on you. Medieval my ass. Diesel sucks on the mic. At least at this point he does. He's like trying to always be overly creative. Yeah. I feel I feel like we're we're really seeing the the transition of Diesel to Kevin Nash here. <laughs> like the hair is like grown out. He's yeah. being goofier. He doesn't like, care. Literally everything about it, like he's turning into just Kevin Nash. Yes. Diesel was really only Diesel for what do you say, Bob? Six months. <laughs> Uh, so when he won it in November of 94 till about July, I would even say, I would say the, the night after WrestleMania. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know? cause yeah. I kind of feel like for him, he's probably thinking, right, I gotta do this charade, this charade for the biggest event of the year. So I'll right. just get through that. And then as soon as that's over with, I'm just going to be. 
mailing it in. Uh, who cares? I got a yeah. feud with Sid now. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, no, I agree. I guess you're right. I would say so too. But this is very evident. I mean, he didn't even uh, he didn't even like wet his hair. <laughs> no. Fuck no. Mabel took the belt from Earl and started raising it like meh, it's mine. And then he does his crown to show off his mohawk. Oh boy. Here's the real question. Will Diesel hit the jackknife parma? <laughs> at least. I think yeah, at least one. That's the million dollar question. Can he do it? We're gonna get like a bullshit like leg drop and then he's gonna pin him. I think Mabel's no, gonna be I think Mabel's gonna try for a Vader bomb off of the middle rope, and then Diesel's going to scoop underneath them and then hit a horrible jackknife from there. I feel like I know how every person in the crowd feels right now. Like, when you go to a wrestling show, you've already seen, like, the best stuff, and you're just waiting it out. You know the main events for the title, and you got to yeah. sit through it. And as soon as it stops, your energy's gone, and you're sitting there like, is the money I paid for the ticket really worth watching the main event? 100%. And well, usually, you... usually you say yes and you stay, but fuck, you don't want well, to. You, you know in this case that as soon as the bell sounds, about probably... 16,000 out of the 18,000 people in attendance are going to be gone for the exits. Oh, they're going to book it. That's my favorite part about wrestling shows. Like, from how you described it when the, like, the, the best match is early on in the card and they have to watch a bullshit match, just how quickly people storm out of there because yeah. they're not going to stand around and wait. Well, and for me too, like watching this, you're almost praying that something else is going to happen. You're like, oh, yeah. they wouldn't have booked this for just nothing to happen. Well, yeah, I've, you know what I've, I mean? I've gone to house shows where it's like, well, that, that can't be it, right? They got to right. at least bring this guy out or they got to do this at the end. And then they don't. And it's just like, <sighs> okay. Yeah. At least yeah. it was $15. That's what I'm hoping here. I, if I'm a fan sitting in, in the arena right now. Oh, well somebody's going to come out like this. We're, this isn't just the main event. And I think, I think there's a good chance of that with the whole Davy boy stuff, because why else would they have showed him coming in earlier and then do nothing? Well, they showed Sid. He did absolutely nothing. I don't know. Davy boy, like coming in the arena and not wanting to say anything. Sid a watching fire, you know, Sid watching made sense. Cause he like, he was supposed to be in that match. Davy right. boy was just here. And then we don't know why. Yeah, so it's like serving a purpose. Like it's probably serving a purpose. Yes. Dave, it's going to be Davy and King Mabel at Survivor Series for the belt. Watch. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Mabel That's... was just a uh, shoulder block to the outside. For those of you wondering. I don't know what Diesel's in. I was distracted by Sir Mo. Was like, oh, that, okay. I was curious. I was like, who the heck is it? But then yeah, I was confused. Mabel's about to vomit. That or have a heart attack. Probably both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Diesel getting what desperate. What the fuck? Yeah, Diesel getting desperate doing a little uh, plancha on the top of it. He was... He was watching too much of Sean's match, the match before. Yeah. But at least for Diesel, he's got more of a cushion to land on. That's true. Cushion? Oh. like the whole fucking mattress here. 
Mabel just tossed Diesel into the ring post, and Diesel acted like he just fucking got killed off of it. Referee trying to count these guys out. He's trying to count as fast as he can to really he wrap it up. definitely count faster. Diesel with a big boot as Mabel was trying to splash him against the ring post. Come on, Diesel. Come on, Earl. Just count them out fast. Double count them out. <laughs> that way they can be they can run it back with a cage match and it'll be like there can't be any count outs because if you can't escape. Oh yeah, dude. There you go. I figured it out. What did they say about the cable system? It's something about like just we're gonna stay with the match through the end, so stick with us or something. Probably because I bet you they were getting low on time. Because oh, I feel yeah. like I feel like Diesel's like even his interview was very quick and very like rushed, but they were like, yeah. We gotta squeeze that in there. Yeah. I wonder if Sean and Razor went past their time again. I, I guarantee you they did. Yeah, they were probably like, All right, you guys can go uh nineteen minutes and then Sean was like, You say twenty six? No, I guarantee. All right, twenty six. So, I guarantee fine. you that's what happened. Oh no! Oh, oh, now I believe that's where he hurts him. Diesel yeah. gets injured. Did you did you hear that? No, I didn't. What was that? So he does that. You can hear uh, Diesel muffling, going, "What the fuck? Can, what the fuck, Mabel?" Huh? You he did muffle. Yep. You can hear him muffling. He was pissed. He just went full weight on the lower of uh, his lower back. Well, you can tell he's hurting because he's not even bending for this like chin lock, really. Well, know. and when Mabel landed, Kevin Nash's legs like splatted upward. Yeah, you could tell he got hurt. Yeah, he was not happy about that. Now there's no way he can do the jackknife. Damn it, I wish I would have heard that. Oh yeah. If you want if you want to go back and go into it, I'd probably just start at like two two 237.30, and you'll end up you'll end up hearing it. Well, if you just heard too, well, I know Bob, you're listening. Uh when he slammed Diesel into the unprotected turnbuckle there, the way he like yelled, like that wasn't just like a sell. He like I feel like that was like a I'm actually fucking hurt right now. Yeah. Mabel just steamrolled the referee, Earl Hebner, through the middle rope to the floor. So that's good. That has to mean that people, that someone's coming out here. Yeah, the audience is kind of stirring. So. Yeah. And I don't mean Sir Mo, who's about to get in there. No. Now, here we go. Watch this. This is the. Right on his fucking tailbone. Oh. Horrible. With no warning either, it seems like. And he, he can't protect himself. He's just laying there oh, prone. Oh, yeah. You can't do anything. Oh, someone, oh, what's that? Someone's Sean? coming out. Lex, Lex Luger. Luger. Whoa. <laughs> Wait. Oh, okay. I did not expect to see Lex Wait, Luger. Wait, Diesel just clotheslined Luger <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Wait, when Luger ran in, Kevin Nash punched him in the head and then clotheslined him over the top. Lex was making the save. Too funny. Oh, shit. Oh, my lord. Why did oh. Diesel hit him? He was blind. He didn't know. He thought it was Mo. 
No, he clotheslined oh, him over fuck. the floor. He just dropped Diesel on the floor, too. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Lex looks like such an idiot. <laughs> Diesel just looked like a... He just looked like a stretched out rubber action figure. Well, wasn't Lex not... He wasn't on Raw, was it last week or something? Because of, like... They made it seem like it was like an injury or something. I really didn't think we were going to see him again. I don't know. But now he's going after Sir Mo, so that's probably his next program. So that Mind probably... you, Sir Mo looks like he should. He's in an outfit that he yeah. should be wearing. Yeah. But if you're ever wondering why did uh, Lex Luger maybe jump ship, it looked like he was feuding with Sir Mo. Oh. Belly to belly suplex by King Mabel. Well, One. Sir Mo slash Mabel. Right. Two. Oh, Diesel kicks out. Why did Lex just get beat up by the guy he was running down to save? Maybe he just didn't want his help that bad. Yeah, could have been. People throwing garbage, it looked like. Oh, Mabel missing a middle rope splash. Barely missing. Diesel barely rolled out of the way. Yeah. That could have been real bad. I love that Lex get punched right in the face by Diesel as soon as he got in the ring. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Well, Diesel now is on the middle rope. Mabel turning around. Leaping clothesline. Clo- it was oh, like four- a forearm, forearm or something. Well, Vince yeah. called it a clothesline. I was like, what? One. That's got to be it. Three. Okay. Diesel just pinned Mabel on a middle rope forearm. And Mabel's getting up right now. He's just up. Give me a break. What a horrible, horrible fucking What a main event, folks. If that didn't get your pennies worth, I don't know what will. That main event was one of the worst matches we might have seen in a long time. That was really, really bad. Yeah. This has got to be the end of Mabel, though. I mean, what else can he do from here? It's in the main event picture. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I could see like him and Mo just doing tag shit. Yeah. But, yeah, he can't. He can't be a going to no, the that, event. No, that shit's over. That little experiment has failed. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, that's why I could see him pushing him back just down to tag shit, but. Diesel again, the pyro, because that was such a emotional victory. Diesel's oh, not right. a strong en- enough talent, I'm sorry, to be the main event guy. There's so many other guys on the roster right now that are more talented than him, and that's no disrespect, but it's just true. That in a time of financial need, Diesel cannot be the one holding the championship. Yeah. It'd be different if, like, they were riding a high and, like, okay, let's try something different with Diesel for a little while. But... In such a, a detrimental time, no, absolutely not. You got to play it safe. You got to play it with the guys who are the most over, most entertaining. 
you gotta you gotta do either Brett or Sean, and really right now Sean more so than Brett, I think. Yeah, yeah. I would I would agree with that. Yeah, I think I that Sean Sean would be the ideal pick for that. Situation. Sean should have never regained the Intercontinental Championship. No, no, you don't revert back like that. You can't. I mean, I guess you could maybe after he won the world title. Sure, but you can't go backward right now. No. So, I don't uh, know. Are we all? Is it still a thumbs up for the three uh, well, of us, even after that main event? I would say comparatively to all the other WWF pay per views we've watched. This I agree with Austin. I think this is the best one. I mean, I guess if we're talking, if the undercard really could save us, then I guess it's a thumbs up show. But I don't know. I I didn't think it was. It was definitely nothing phenomenal or anything like that. I think it's an average show, but by ninety five standards, it makes it the best pay per view we've seen all year. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that's the thing, and it's it's crazy to say that. The undercard really shined because typically that's not the case. Usually it's like mediocre at best. You got a couple of stars sprinkled within. Um, and then what you're watching for is the main event. Yeah. Uh, that's not the case here really as the card dragged on. I got less and less excited, and it should be the opposite. You should be the least invested in the first couple of matches, realistically, and be most invested because that's where the company's most invested in the main event programs. And despite the star power and the, and some of the guys involved, I think the main event scene for the WWF at this time is very hollow. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's no way to really cover it up anymore. I think it's very obvious that there's some significant holes in the roster for the upper card. Um, so they're going to really have to address that moving forward because I don't know after SummerSlam, how much people are going to be buying into that bullshit. So if nothing else, that's really what SummerSlam this year showed me is that, you know, there is potential in some of the younger guys and some of the mid-card guys moving forward. But man, the main event scene needs to change and it needs to change quick. I think the real problem is on the heel side. There's just no one there. And that's the thing. And realistically, going back to Diesel as champion, they need a stronger baby face right now in that role. Diesel is not that guy yeah. and hasn't been that guy, like Bob said, probably since WrestleMania. Um, before it's tainted, because we're, we're rapidly heading that way, before it gets tainted with Diesel, they need to take the bell off of him. I think. I, I think you're right. Would you? So you're saying that he wouldn't be champion through the end of the year? I wouldn't. What about you, Dallas? Yeah, I mean, it's it's just tough because, like, okay, so we just we're we're out of August essentially. Um, so now, uh, if we don't keep the belt on him, like, then we gotta 
find someone else to put it on within the next couple months. Not that he, I don't think Diesel's a great choice, but I think then that's going to put us into another issue of, okay, if not him, then who, and how quick can we get them there if they're not already there, but chances are they're, they're not. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they wanted something. I think they want to do something new with Diesel and it blew up in their face a little bit. Well, because it happened too soon. They pushed him too soon. It was happening. It, it was very naturally happening. Yeah. 100%. And then they took the momentum from that and, like, put the pedal to the metal, so to speak, and totally blew the engine on the diesel project. Pun intended. Um, the same thing kind of happened with Razor Ramon. I think he was naturally going in a certain direction and they destroyed that. I think both of those guys could be making significantly more money as far as fan interest goes. If the WWF hadn't meddled with their natural progression of overness, um, Mabel has really thrown a wrench into the main event scene. I think that the attempt was nice and that, you know, hey, let's just make another Yokozuna because that worked decently well. Um, However, those times have passed. I don't think the days of, you know, giant versus giant or giant versus normal sized guy is really going to be selling the tickets moving forward. I think if anything, they realize now it's more of the competition that's going to be selling tickets. The guys that are more equal, the guys that are more athletic, the guys that are younger, the guys that aren't overly exposed, um, you know, maybe the guys that don't have the most TV experience or, you know, feud experience. The people are looking for something fresh. Brett, I think, even kind of falls victim to that a little bit, too, because really at this point, after two solid years, I think a lot of people have gotten their fill of Bret Hart in the current scene. I mean, now he's been delegated to feuds really with anybody, so he doesn't even really feel that special. Like, tonight, Bret Hart didn't feel special, and that's a problem. Um. Really, the only guy face wise you have that isn't tainted, overexposed, or in any other way uh, negated, I'd say is Shawn Michaels, which is also not good because he is currently your Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. Um. So it's just they've they've put themselves in I think in a really bad position, but they're trying to make the best of it, which is. A little worrisome going into the new year. I mean, you've really put yourself kind of in a corner on both sides, on both your face side, your face roster, and your heel roster. You've put all this money and momentum behind a character who arguably was a flop in Mabel. Um, You've kind of put Sid on ice considerably compared to his re-debut. So... I don't know. It's just going to be as transitional as 1995 is. I think this last quarter of the year 
is going to be the most turbulent because what do you fucking do? What do you do on both sides? What do you do on the mid card? What do you do on the upper card? There's just, there's no clear cut path. And that's what worries me. Yeah. I mean, I think we're kind of in, I think towards the, for the rest of this year, before we get to Royal Rumble, it kind of feels all you can really do is just constantly do nothing but filler. Because there's just nothing. Because, like, the heel side has nobody to really justify going after a guy like Diesel. That, what can you do other than just fill random heels into those roles? So, I would be surprised that if I'm in your, on the, I think we have three in your houses left with you. I'd be surprised if there was a world title match. Well, and if there is, we're going to get. And if there is, we're going to get Diesel versus Bulldog. We're going to get that. Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't be surprised if we did end up getting a Mabel rematch, unfortunately. Um, and that's the thing. And it's almost as if it feels like the WWF knew it. They knew. They knew six months before the end of the year. Hey, we're going to be fucked. Uh, for the rest of the year. Yeah. So let's just do what we can to keep a show on TV. Let's just do what we can to not get our pay-per-views pulled off from being aired because they're so horrible. Let's just try and keep our head above water and we'll try better next year. And that's what it feels like. They've already checked out. They're like, whatever. Like we know it sucks, whatever. We'll admit it to you for SummerSlam that we've booked shit and try to give you something better. But the rest of the year, our hands are tied. Like This is what you're getting. Yeah, I think that's kind of exactly what they're going through. Uh, Dallas, what do you have uh, coming out of the show? Anything? I mean, I don't know if I could say it any better than what Austin said. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's... I'm, I'm hoping that with like Nitro starting up, it's... Even early on, I'm hoping it'll at least kick around some new ideas and kind of get things moving at least a little bit quicker. But it, we, I feel like we've hit a dead end at SummerSlam, and we still got a couple months left, and I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, and especially, like, what are they going to do that's going to keep us interested? Because they haven't done it at this point. Well, and I, I almost think it's beyond that point. I think the WWF maybe under their skin knows that they're going to get their ass kicked for a little while and they're just batting down the hatches. Like we know it's coming. We know it's going to be fucking storm and we know we're going to be on the receiving end for a while because this is the position we've put ourselves in. We've been on autopilot for so long. How do you pull up a plane that's already in a nosedive? You know, you just kind of got to, wait for the aftermath and pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I really think that's how it's going to end up being. But with that said, I do have optimism because think of tonight, think of how the undercard did help them keep afloat. To me, that's good. And it shows that maybe not now, maybe not by the end of the year, but sometime soon, a lot of these guys are going to be moving up. And there's going to be more like them and maybe even better right behind them. 
and that sometime in the future, hopefully near future, we're going to get much more rounded out, talented cards, exciting main events, hungry talent. You know, we didn't see any Bob Backlunds tonight. We didn't see any King Kong Bundys tonight. We barely even saw Ted DiBiase tonight. To me, that's the silver lining. That, yeah, the main event is more hollow than a dead fucking tree log. But, hey, guess what? If you liked the undercard, get ready. Because it wasn't great, but it's going to be so much better because a lot of these guys, and more like them and better than them, will be popping up. And that's my big takeaway. This pay-per-view really showed me, going back to my original statements, there is a future for the WWF. It's not all fucking terrible all the time. Like there is some, there's still a little spark there that will hopefully grow into a flame and then a roaring, raging fucking fire. And that's what I'm holding on to. Well, I know with uh, next week's episode, there will be a new spark, a new flame, even if it's for the short term, because that will be our live watch of the first uh, WCW Nitro from the Mall of America on September 4th. Now, of course, just a reminder for that, uh, moving forward after that, we wouldn't be doing live watches unless Raw was uh, preempted. So don't get too excited for that, but we will mention what is going on uh, on Nitro. I'm probably going to... I'm even thinking of using my other laptop and doing them simultaneously just to see by comparison of what was on uh, at the same time instead of writing notes about it. Yeah, I've actually was thinking about that as well, Bob, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if it'll work as good as I'd like to pretend, but um, I I had that thought as well. Yeah, so I think that could be intriguing. Obviously, I would have uh, Nitro muted because I don't necessarily need to... Or I I would have... uh, Yeah, when it was... the live watch of Raw, I would have Nitro likely uh, muted because I don't want to overindulge myself. But uh, the focus would be on Raw, and then I would just be like, oh my God, you know, six minutes in, this is going on, and over on Nitro, this is what was going on. And, and I'm always going to be the anchor point here because I've been kind of the one to champion. Let's just say, if we've been through the worst, it can only go up from here. Yeah. So I will definitely still be focused on Raw 100%. Um, I don't really plan on watching Nitro unless it's like in my leisure time. Um, I've seen most of the first two years of Nitro pretty consistently kind of back to back. So it'll be nice to like hear the antidotes and the, and the footnotes that Bob and Dallas will presumably be coming up with. But, uh, I'm excited personally because I do remember, bits and pieces of 1996 Raw and really enjoying some of those feuds and storylines much more than I can think of off the top of my head for the for you, you know, the two or so years that we've watched so far. Um, so I am looking forward to 1996 uh, for both, well, just the wrestling business in general. I think the wrestling business in general gets a lot more exciting in 1996 in, in the United States. So I am looking forward to it. I'm not dreading it as much as I was dreading 
really 94 and 95 because I kind of know what to expect and I'm, and I'm pumped to say the least. I know the pay-per-views are going to be, you know, significantly better. I know the match qualities are going to vary, but be better for the most part. Uh, the gimmicks die down fairly quickly as far as ridiculousness. You're insulting us. Um, so I am excited for that as well because it feels like uh, that's all we're getting in 95. So for the most part, you know, as as, as we kind of work our way through and we see the differences between the two shows, I think it's going to be more interesting to see the similarities because as much as the two are trying to be polar opposites from each other, things tend to mirror up pretty quickly. Um, so I think that'll be interesting to kind of see firsthand live so to speak yeah i mean i'm definitely interested in 96 wf as well because i know there's several guys that come in um they really kind of spice it up character wise yeah so uh, that'd be interesting uh, I, I will also be adding wcw news to the observer notes mm-hmm. section since kind of they're getting into prime time officially so i guess as a fan we would probably be more intrigued about what's going on in that land too because we haven't talked about what's been going on backstage for 95 wcw right likely because we don't want to know but right uh, moving forward we will uh do you guys have anything else for this episode are we good to go i did have a quick question bob yeah is this the last time we see lex luger in wwf before his jump uh yes well it'd have to be right because they're not on air. Yeah, I don't know. I remember seeing something about a syndication appearance. That's what I was wondering. But mm-hmm. I believe that the syndication appearance was edited out. Okay. So he was, I think, in line to be on Superstars or something. And they ended up editing it out. That's what I was wondering. I was wondering there's that. No, yeah, yeah, there's no raw or anything like that. No, I was, I was wondering about the syndication because I know they film shit or like. It's half the time canned or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was edited out. Um, okay. I'll. I mean, when we do the episode, I'll I'll double check because he could. I mean, maybe he was on Superstars two days before Nitro. That'd be pretty funny. Right. I don't want to look at it. I don't even want to look it up because I want to find out uh, on the episode. So. Yeah. Okay. But to my recollection, it would be that he was edited out. Gotcha. Uh, Dallas, you got anything, or are you all good? No, man, I think I'm all good. Uh, SummerSlam drained me. Yeah, I'm absolutely exhausted. All right. Well, uh, we will see you guys next week for WCW Nitro before we get back into Monday Night Raw. So until then, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Gridley, I am Bob Gong Jr., and this has been Nightcobot. You got to hear it.